0: Anyone who doesn't like Golovin theater is afraid of himself. You motherfuckers, you are afraid
1: of yourself. Of Golovin theater.
2: Welcome back to a very special week of this old podcast. I can't remember the special name we have for Very
1: special month, Griff. Oh, yeah, month. It's a whole month. this month month is in October, Griff. It's schlocktober. Mm, schlocktober. From your friends at Gulen Globlin Theater. (laughs) I'm glad you
2: said that. I never would have been able to say it. My mouth's too dumb.
1: Your heart and your mouth
2: are illiterate. That wasn't me throwing my laughter. We have with us special guests and horror aficionado. Back
1: from the shadows. Oh, he's straight back from the shadows. The shadows
2: of
3: Redford. That's Mike, right. Mike's
1: Our here man, with us.
3: Mike Mullins. Packed enough Redford here to get me through this,
2: boys. So let's, uh, let's yeah. get to it. That chest pocket's fucking brimming. Like, you're getting some dirt on my floors. That's right. But it's fine. I just want to say,
1: Mike, no pressure. But you know by now that we judge all our friendships on how many downloads... Each of our friends gets when they guest on it, and as if right now, Mister Sean Pigeon is kicking your ass. That's why so I want you to bring it for this episode. We... I know you can, because we're right in your wheelhouse now. You're Mister Whore. That's why we brought you uh, yeah. on here. Are we gonna handicap
2: this and do it so it's like he can combine the totals of the two episodes? No, no, not no. Not until I need
3: one of my episodes. Yeah, single to beat episode. his episode.
2: That's right. Okay. I'm not. I'm
3: not. I'm not doing. The, eventually the
2: eventually we'll get sean on for a second episode and then we'll we can do single episode and then combine. Well, i figure he was be back for delta force 2 uh, yeah we maybe? gotta do delta force 2 with them was so, uh was our buddy chuck
3: in that
1: or no yeah delta, yeah 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 okay that's probably that's, i'm i'm not saying pigeon's not better than you but our audience loves chuck I they mean, really do. Our that's truck true. ones are always really high. So. That's fine. It sounds like I'm Pigeon joking. got the handicap. Then
2: it's true. Pigeon yeah, kind of got I, the I, handicap, and that's fine. Murray keeps making fun of this month <laughs> because we we you know Life Force is the only other like horror movie we did. Yeah, hey, the stink bugs on your shoulder, dude. That's ah, <laughs> scary. Now it's on your notebook. I fucking hate these bugs. Get away! <laughs> or was that a moth? It was a sync book. It was fucking sink. It had moves though. It was dodging. It was like right out of a horror movie.
1: Dude. It really was (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, we probably are making the greatest mistake ever because Griff, we got so much momentum going right now. Yeah, we got all the momentum. And unfortunately, the one our lowest down well it's not our lowest, but considering how long it's been on. It's our lowest is the one horror movie we did, Life Force. Great episode, by the way. There it was.
2: Patrick Stewart. Uh, how it's can you not all. like
1: Patrick Stewart? What the fuck, guys?
3: I hadn't seen Light Force until our buddy Tim over here made me uh, borrow it. I was, I was like, look, like, oh, dude. This there's naked
1: vampire chicks in this. What's not to like? Right. Good. It's good Scoring points straight out of the gate. But, Griff, I think after tw- this is our 23rd episode. Is it 23? 23. Lucky oh. 23. We've earned our audience's trust. I think they know we're going to deliver, no matter what we talk about. Yeah, but we but we made sure we're not just doing any old ass horror movies. We're gonna do action oriented horror yeah. movies this month. We got a nice lineup with up. some of our favorite action heroes in it.
2: Like we already mentioned, I believe we mentioned that there's going to be another Sakal Yeah, He's man, finally making his uh, resurgence to the show. Chuck's gonna be coming back, and then we got a couple others we'll keep in the dark because I don't know who's in them. Frankly, <laughs> we're gonna keep them back in the shadows. Yeah, we'll no? keep them back back in the shadows. I just had to rip that one off. I mean, it just feels so good. Mike, you want to? It sounds natural. You want to rip one of those off?
3: N- not no. right now. Not <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> I got to loosen up.
2: Okay. <laughs> I got to take but a couple more another, uh,
3: belts yeah. from this Coke and then.
2: Uh, oh, okay. Okay. We'll, we'll come don't... back to you. There's going to be plenty of chances because there's a lot of shadows in this movie. But, you know,
1: uh, guys, because we're talking about horror movies, I got a question for everybody. Sure. What is your favorite horror movie of all time? we gotta start with our guests yeah we're, guests guests first of course mike what's your favorite horror movie
3: you know i'm gonna i'm gonna give you my answer but with an honorable mention okay because i feel like my answer is a safe answer i but, mean
2: it's sophie's choice because all horror movies are your babies sophie's they choice are. is about like a hard decision right yeah sure okay i don't know what it is
3: so the original halloween is, okay. is my favorite it's John the Connor music it's it was, for the longest time, the only one that I had to watch annually on Halloween. Because I was like, all right, let's do this. It makes sense. It's great. It doesn't lose any of its gusto with time. But there was a a recent one. We're talking about the Rob back.
1: Zombie run, right?
3: No. <laughs> <Okay>. No. <laughs> no. Only, only Juggalos think that one's the best one. Okay. Um, but... Uh, the Witch from a couple years ago. That's a good one. That's a really solid movie. Is that the
2: two Vs for yeah. Witch? Yeah. I remember. Did you make me watch that? I put it on
3: the list and you never made it to it, so it's on this year's list. I,
2: I watched it. Oh, you did? But I didn't write it. Write about it.
3: Oh, yeah, no. The Witch is great because it, man, it, it, it has teeth. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't pretty things up or soften any blows. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> or,
2: it's nice. We were just mentioning the list from last year. I watch my, i had Mike suggest thirty-one Halloween movies for me, and I watched thirty-one movies. And I tried to do a write-up on all of them, and I—I uh, I got through like twenty-five or twenty-six before I, think even got I, I hit four. the wall. Okay, let's call it twenty. Twenty. <laughs> yeah, what? What the hell? What? What the hell? I set my coat down too hard. We're recording here. Mailhouse. <laughs> we're not in danger. No. Or
3: are we? Is Millhouse barking at the stalker outside of the house because oh it's God. Halloween time? Is that time? Michael
1: Myers? Uh, no,
2: it's not. Okay. So let's get back. <laughs> Milhouse uh, just gave us her favorite horror movie, uh, Life. Just everyday <laughs> life in a house that scares the shit out of her. Poor girl. She's got the hobbled leg and everything. You okay, Mill? Is she going to be okay? Are we I safe? St- I still love you, Millie. We do. Not as not as much as we love Eva the action puppy, but well, she's doing I, she's doing good,
1: right? Of course, she's doing good. Yeah, okay. She, well, did I tell you, <laughs> she, she, she never got lost. I know. I said that last week. That never happened. You you had us concerned. What happened is she needed a me like me time, so she just like went to down the street to the Chinese restaurant, <laughs> and Mister Wong, Chinese guy. Was just at her. And this adder. And that's how great Mr. Wong is. He he made like a fashion, like a hot tub for her. Oh
2: wow. No. Well
1: well it was like a it was like a pot with boiling water on a stove.
2: Yeah. But well, I was like,
1: that's gotta be a hot tub, right? Yeah. So you know, he's like, you know, I find her there. Popped a couple sunglasses. And I said, Oh, that's so nice of you, Mr. Wong. And then I took her home. She yeah. had her her spa day. She was all and relaxed, I thought. Yeah. yeah. She's excited that. about October too. Dude. I'm so excited to hear that. But
2: we got to get back to the favorite movie. so...
1: Okay, uh, I'll go. You'll go, okay. I'm going to continue on Mike's uh, John Carpenter run, and yeah. I don't... There's There's been a lot of debate about whether this is even horror. Is it horror? Is it science fiction? Because I'm going with The Thing. Oh, naturally. I uh, love The Thing, dude. It's horror. Yeah. That, that is, oh. Well, then that's definitely my favorite, because I've seen it a million times, but I, it's... It's got that tension. I don't know how Carpenter did it, but he just knows. You just feel that. I mean, I see. I know what's gonna come next. Yeah. But I still, you still feel that tension. You're like, oh shit, when he's fucking doing the chest compressions on yeah. the guy, and you're just so like, so good, ah.
2: so good. And it had all those like really awesome practical effects and everything that were over the top but awesome at the same time.
1: What oh. I, I, I've always, I, Mike probably agrees with this. I don't think you. You can't do CGI horror, dude. It's got to be practical effects. I I
2: think that is a huge part of horror at this point, at least for us growing up. I mean, I'm seeing them all a lot for the first time, but I still appreciate it way more than all the CGI shit. It's
3: just There was that time in the '90s, late 90s through uh, mid-2000s where the CGI was really bad. Nowadays, if there isn't a big enough budget... And uh the director cares enough; they can make it look pretty good, but there's just there's still you just tell that what's happening isn't on the screen, you know what I mean, so like, right. yeah, yeah, it's not in the same room as those people that are being terrified right so just when you get practical and it's on the screen it's just nothing beats that i i I I'll tell
1: you one thing: I would rather watch the shittiest practical effects movie than yeah. shitty cgi oh, yeah, oh absolutely I, I mean like fucking a dummy that's like looks like a dummy I'm the I'm same, old, same
2: way with action it's like the only action movies i've really enjoyed recently are like the unbox and uh the tower the one that was very similar to the plot the of uh, judge dredge yeah, yeah uh the raid yep starting already um but uh the just uh Action where it's not immediate cuts and, like, shifting cameras and everything. Oh, I hate that. I mean, you watch our Van Damme, man, just go for a roundhouse kick. You get one shot. It's going to be under him. So when he does the kick, you get to see the outline of his balls and dick and everything. Right. The tone of his legs. The muscles just bulging out because he's putting everything behind that roundhouse.
1: I – they just well, you actually had to be a martial artist at one time, right? To an action stuff. Uh, yeah, you had to have some kind of credentials.
2: Now it's just uh, sixty-year-old, what's his name? Like here's Liam here's Neeson.
3: The, I don't want to keep going down this this uh, trail here, but the unforgivable thing, like if you do a bad CG monster, whatever CGI blood, Word. man, dude, spend the twenty dollars, go get a thing of karo syrup and some red food dye. And just make some blood and have someone off stage with a super soaker, like off camera, spray someone down. I, I mean, Don't
1: I, give me CG blood. I agree with you totally, yeah. but I think that's more like practicality because, you know, like if you if you fuck the take up, then you get, everyone's got to change their clothes and all that shit. So that's probably why they do that. I agree with you. I think CGI blood's the worst. And it never even looks like blood. It's always black for some reason. Yeah,
2: it's super dark. Yeah. I don't know. Well... We'll get to mine and uh it's one that I thankfully found last year and although I do love the John Carpenter movies you guys already took John Carpenter so I'm going to I'll go I'm going to be go on my own path here and say uh Reanimator classic and thank you for showing me that movie cuz man I just remember loving the hell out of it I got to watch it again Jeffrey
3: Combs uh, is so good and Barbara Crampton everybody in that movie is great
2: yeah I wish I could speak more to it but uh, my brain is so totaled from all so, the movies we already do watch
3: <laughs> i loved Reanimator animator since the first time i saw it but then i was fortunate enough to meet jeffrey combs a couple Ooh. years ago and
2: one of the nicest dudes that's good to hear yeah it was really good did he charge you 45 dollars to get a photo where you hover your arm around him he did not
3: he yeah. did not and he actually probably talked to me a lot longer than he should have that's awesome yeah it, he was
2: asking questions it was great how do you talk to someone like that? I never know how to talk to people like uh and and that elk. Uh, just kind of prepare your first
3: question beforehand, like know what you're going to ask otherwise I don't typically if I have nothing to say to the person then I yeah. Usually there's something I have a question, <laughs> like
1: I want to know what since we got you here and we're talking about the subject, I want you to tell the story about Michael Barrowman. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I was at... Well, for people who don't know, Mike, you know Michael Behrman. I was just going to say, who's Michael Behrman? He was from the Hills Have Eyes, right? He's, yeah. he's the weird guy. He's bald. He has no hair. He's got like alopecia, right? Yeah, he no, has no eyebrows. eyebrows. God damn it. Sorry, hair metal Sean. If i known we were going to talk about Michael Behrman, I would have done the Motley Crue smoking in the boys' room video because he is in that video. He's the principal. Holy shit. But he's a fucking weird looking guy. Yeah.
2: I think I remember
1: him from yeah, that. Tall, we You've looking, seen guy. him shit. You yeah. have seen
2: him. So,
3: I was at a horror convention uh, a couple years ago and he was one of the guests and I had to stop into the bathroom to handle some business. So I'm there's three urinals, I'm painting a picture for you. Three urinals. <laughs> so I go, I'm the only one in the bathroom. I go to the far right urinal because you don't want to go to the middle one because then if someone comes in, Naturally. you're forcing somebody
2: right. to bump elbows with you. Right.
3: So I go to the far right one. I'm standing there and I have a notoriously shy bladder. So I'm, I'm, I'm about to do my business. And then the door comes flying open and I just hear beep, 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 and I look and Michael Berryman walks in, locks eyes with me throws his duffel bag on the ground, like almost into a stall, stands next to me at the urinal. Not, I left that space. So he stands <laughs> in the middle the urinal, the one next to me, looks at me and just goes, and then starts handling his business. I froze up because I got, what, Mars or Pluto? Which one was he in Hills Have Eyes? He was number. one of the planets in Hills Have Eyes. He's a crazy he's, mutant hillbilly. He's looking at me. Well, I'm. We're standing there. What's trying he like doing? Staring business. at you. He he didn't stare at me the entire time, but he looked at me and just went. He
1: looked down. Jesus. And and then, go-
3: you know, I at the time I thought he did, but as time went on, because this happened years ago, I don't remember, so I don't want to say he he Holy looked he was proud, but out. but yeah, no. So he handled his business and left. And I panicked. I went into a stall and, <laughs> I would have and, and, gone and did my business. because, <laughs> you did I, you did the right I couldn't handle someone else coming in at that point.
2: Uh, you did the right thing. Jeez.
1: That's You think means I like what I see or I don't like what I see? I don't know. Yeah. That leaves a lot of questions. He did leave. That guy is a true mom.: So what did he like? So he finished his business and then he just went over to pick up his duffel bag that he threw against the roof. Yeah. He
3: didn't wash his hands because he was wearing weightlifting gloves. Like, oh. fingerless <laughs> weightlifting gloves. <laughs> so he just... He he handled his business. Not a word was spoken. Not like a, hey, how you doing? Or anything like that. Oh. Just zipped up, grabbed his bag, walked out.
1: Wow. Wow. That's... that's a, So you never... <laughs> the moral of that story is never shake hands with Michael Bearman. Yep. So
2: before we get into this trailer, I just want to do a, one more quick thing. This is clearly a monster of a human being. There was an open stall for a reason. Um... I want to create our own little monster here, guys. All we're right, gonna, we're gonna kind of go round robin, pick out an ab. We're gonna build this up. We're gonna have some fun with this. No one's gonna care. I don't care. Let's do this, okay, Murray? You don't get the first pick. It's Mike's first pick okay. because he's our guest. All right. So we're gonna have Mike. Uh, you're, you're gonna you're gonna decide what, what what is our monster gonna be wearing or nothing at all? What is? Maybe he's not wearing anything at all. Maybe he's not. You human. know what? That
1: reminds me of ten to midnight when you just said that our killer wore no clothes on That's 10 true, Great always... episode, by the way. Yeah. <laughs>
3: our, our guy is going to be unsuspecting. Like, you're going to you're gonna see him and go, hmm, something's up. But you're not going to think I need to cross the street. You're just going to know you don't like the guy. Like so a
2: psycho kind of guy? I'm going,
3: no, just like, or I wouldn't hang out with this guy. Was that the Christopher Nolan
2: guy?
1: Would he wear, let's say this, he dresses normal, but he wears weightlifting gloves. So you know he, something's wrong he, with them, but it he doesn't really you. He can wear weightlifting
3: gloves, but I feel like cargo
1: shorts need to be involved. Okay. <laughs> oh <my. laughs>
2: I feel like we're building up a weeaboo here. How about,
1: <laughs> how about socks and sandals? Would that fit in with his cargo shorts? I, I mean, yeah. that's not, I'm enough, not
2: That's somebody you immediately, like, there's something wrong with him. Right, socks so. and sandals,
3: cargo shorts, <laughs> weightlifting gloves. <laughs> And then I like immediately
2: know he's right. that really
1: unsuspecting. And They'd then be like all right, get, get all
3: right. Me. And then one of those one of those
1: t-shirts that has like the airbrushed wolf on it. <laughs> oh yeah. my so god! So basically, we're talking about our buddy Manix. Socks, right now.
2: sandals, <laughs> cargo shorts. <laughs> There's not a fedora involved, is there?
3: <laughs> no, but it has like the um weight gloves. Not heavy metal long hair, but the uh, I don't know. Surfer guy, long hair, but it's greasy.
2: Like you know, he doesn't take care naturally. of it naturally. Okay, Murray, I'll uh, I'll ask you what what intelligence levels this guy got. Is he is he
1: thinks he's smarter than everybody else? I'm gonna go with uh, what was the intelligence level of the terror from here and the hero and the terror? He's kind of like <laughs> he was a complete dunce. <laughs> yes, but he was he was like. Autistic genius? Was that what we called him? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was he was autistic genius. He,
2: okay. Wow. We're
3: like he's really good at one thing?
2: Yeah, and it's
1: killing. But that's there you it. go. He's totally he's not, a, he's not and everything He's else.
2: not into raping or sexual. No, not no, at all. No, 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 no. He gets no sex. No, he's, not, he's not a pur- he, he's, he's He's
1: asexual.
2: Okay. Let, let's see. Uh, uh, I'll let you one of one of you guys decide what
1: I'll I'll pick out here. Uh, I'm gonna say, what's his weight? Gr- oh
2: my god! You guys have built the socks, the sandals, <laughs> and the cargo shorts with the greasy hair. I'm putting this guy. I'm really hoping because Heights gonna be one of them. I'm hoping whoever picks Heights gonna be uh. Gotta be kind to his height, cause I'm gonna put him at 250. Okay. Okay. 250. Yeah. Is like a a put together
3: 250, or uh, he's had too many pizzas and beers. 250. Have you ever seen somebody
2: fit wear cargo shorts, socks That's, with sandals? Fair point. Fair point.
1: Yeah. Sloppy 250, or is he like? I, I'll refer back to marvelous. what I just told Mike. You know what I mean? Like, there's people that are just fat. Like linebacker well, kind it, of fat, and then there's those sloppy fat guys. Well,
2: it's gonna it depend on his height at that point, man. Okay. I mean, if he's really tall, uh, he might he might wear it better. But if he's five okay. nothing, that's not a good. <laughs> you're gonna have some big old ankles there. Mike, back to you. Hit um, me with it. Um. Well, you 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 gave him what he wears. What kind of what kind of uh, motive does he does he have here? Like, what's 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 his bag? All right, so 250.
3: Just so you know, there is an wool shirt, cargo shorts. Oh, he's an incel. Totally. But oh wait, no, we already decided he's asexual, no, he can be an incel. So like, yeah. no, he wants to be he wants to be the cool guy, but he knows he's not. He wants to fit in. So he's a nice guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we'll so he's, try, he's trying to warm up to people like, who's saying I'm he's, not like other he's guys. He's a dangerous
3: Napoleon Dynamite. Like, he thinks he's cooler than he is, and everyone knows he's not cool. Yeah. He's, like, the smartest guy in the room. Okay. Kind of yeah, so. And he, he's the guy that gives you workout advice, but clearly you look at him, you're like, dude, you don't work out. I Whoa, see you bro, wearing you weight lifting he
2: got the weightlifting. <laughs> <legs, laughs> <bro. laughs> well, But those are for show. Uh, well, people don't know that. That's why All he's right, trying to yeah. rain his knowledge down on them. Okay, this is this, uh, Lift with we've the got
1: ourselves a real <laughs> Murray uh what kind of weapons does this guy got. I got to go with the classic Globe Globus theater <laughs> weapon frisbee with razor blades on frisbee it. Frisbee. <laughs> Wait, is it a full-size frisbee or one of those disc golf frisbees? No, it's full size. Or does he have a variety? Yeah, that's good. Good thing. And some kind of how do you weaponize a hacky sack? <laughs> you uh, maybe it's got an explosive in it. Yeah, you, you put in some
2: explosive
3: oh, or some kind of powder.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say may, okay. maybe maybe some kind of like uh, anthrax or something. So he kicks <laughs> it into people's face and it hits them and they get you know the, it or, shoots into their face or some
3: like powdered P two P so they start to hallucinate. Oh man! And while they're while they're tripping and like yeah. Going down a dark alley. Razors, he stalks them.
2: And, uh, uh, pack, packs pack, Packs hex <laughs> sack. All right, Mike, I let, I let Murray do the honors last time. I'll let you do the honors this time.
3: All right, so we've done intelligence, clothing, weapon, motive, weight, we're gonna give you, uh, we're gonna give you a juicy
2: one. Oh boy!
3: We're gonna give you what is his unnatural ability?
2: Oh shit! Well, you see, he thinks he can hide anywhere. Like he thinks he has any, like any of our ninjas that we see in movies, they're always like behind a lamp and clear vision of everybody, yet nobody sees them. He thinks he has that ability, but it's just people really don't want to talk to him. So they just ignore him. So that's oh, his unnatural okay. abilities. Oh, nice. People don't notice him only because they really want to avoid him. He
3: thinks he's invisible.
2: Yes. But he's really not. But it's just because he... he or is he? Or, if,
3: if no one pays attention to you, are you really visible? It, that's true. He's hiding so, in plain sight.
2: He's like Predator. Exactly. All right. I'm going to throw in a new one here because, okay. uh, yeah, I, I'm going to because I don't care. Um Who's gonna get a? Who's got a coin here? Let's flip this. You're gonna be pop top. You're gonna be pop bottom here. Ah, uh, <laughs> you're pop bottom.
3: Nope, he's the bottom. <laughs> you're the, the bottom. Only time we will ever hey, say that and have it be accurate. Okay, right
2: about that. Mr. Murray. <laughs> what's the name of this guy's movie?
1: Oh shit! Oh, wow. I don't know. I might. Mean, can I come back to that? I and mean, that's. I mean that's the most important yeah, aspect. Yeah, we
3: got to save that for the it's true. The end. Let's let's think. Give on me that. another one
1: for now.
2: Let's. Uh, what kind of charisma this guy got?
1: Zero charisma.
2: I mean, he's got enough charisma to go up to people and try to teach them about weightlifting.
3: Yeah, but you don't have to have charisma for that. You just have to have blind false confidence. False
2: confidence. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, obviously he's not persuading anybody that he actually knows how
1: to weightlift. Right. Lift, right? Okay. It's like much like his power. He thinks he has a lot of charisma. He has no charisma.
2: Yeah. All right. All right. All right. We. This is this is coming along. Uh. So we gave you charisma. How? How tall is he? He's two fifty. Yeah, two fifty. He's 5'8". <laughs> oh boy, the most average height that there is. Yep. Just disappointed nothing, in life.
3: Nothing special about him.
2: No, it's just too heavy, too tall, or not, not tall enough, not short enough. Oh man. This poor guy. Five, eight. All right. I'll, uh, Murray, it's your turn to pick for me. Don't forget guys, we got to think of the title for his movie.
1: What's his uh, speech? How does he, how does he sound? Ah. <sighs>
2: A lot a lot of sighing, like, hotel people. Like, <laughs> yeah, when you curl, actually, what you're supposed to do... God, you just don't get it. You gotta stiffen your shoulders and raise them to your ears. And then you just blindly thrust up. Really get your back into it. And when they look concerned, that's when he gets the eye roll going. He just... You just <sighs> I, I speak above. You your just lane. don't get it. I, I'm too too intelligent for you. He's constantly throwing his intelligence in people's face. Alright, so that there there there's his speech. Uh, we didn't we do unnatural ability? I just didn't fill it yeah, in.
1: Yeah.
2: Alright. You have we got we got you got one more left and then we're coming back around for that movie. <laughs> All right. Okay. And this is another important one. We're giving it to Mike, origin where does this guy
3: hail from? Oh man, um small town in the Midwest, and he well, hold on let me see let me see your cheat sheet again. I don't want to step on the toes of
2: I mean we got to keep this character right. in check
3: he's he's a movie star yeah, small town Midwest, and it all started. Because he was going to work up the courage to ask a lady to a school dance. But it didn't even get to the point where she got to say no. Someone else stepped up and asked her and she said yes. And he saw it from afar. And then he decided he's not good enough for her. Why did she reject me? So, like, neither of them did anything wrong. But in his head, they did.
2: Wow.
1: We really, <laughs> we're painting a good picture here, Murray. So wait, should it? Should the massacre like happen like a school shooting, but he's throwing frisbees at people instead?
2: I I'm fine with that. I mean, we didn't talk about plot. We're not we're not building up the movie yet. Maybe we can build up the movie. Because I mean,
1: it would fit with the the, the times we're living in right now. It's, it really. Cause not only are we telling a horror story, the best horror also pulls the mirror up to society. It reflect-
2: and we're not doing it with guns.
1: We're doing the Frisbee. We're making we're making a point. Well, well I mean, if it was guns, they'd be an action movie.
2: When yeah. A horror movie,
1: a slasher movie, it's got to be... It really does. Like I agree. ...creative. So that would fit in with the Frisbee thing. So I think that's what it is. He gets rejected, and then he goes to the dance, unleashes the Frisbees on people.
2: What would you call this movie? It's what I wanted. I wanted a title. <sighs> oh,
1: my God. This is a tough I want, one. I
2: want, to, I want to call it Nice Guys Finish First. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, because he he sounds like a nice guy to me. So, uh, we want nice guys finish first. Now, here's the big question: How many sequels do we get? Mm.
3: Proper theatrical release, or are we just going to count straight to DVD? Oh man,
2: we're t- we're living in an age where things just go straight to Netflix now. So, it, it, it's we're talking Steven Seagal's whole plethora of film, you know, output. So it could be anything from going over to his house, and he's just got I, a couple. Are we including more reboots
3: and?
2: Uh, oh my god! Yeah. Okay, good. so
3: I've seen bad franchises. Let's, let's say in a
2: five five year period. Okay, so you don't have to think too far out.
3: I've seen bad low budget franchises get at least a trilogy. Yeah. There's enough with at least a trilogy. I'm feeling good about our guy. So I think he gets four. And then a, at least one reboot.
1: Love it. In a five-year period. In a five-year period. Four yeah, reboot. Crank them
3: out.
2: <laughs> four <laughs> reboot in five years. Crank them out. That's what That's, they do with Friday the 13th. Dude,
1: they shirk them out every year pretty that much. perfect.
2: All right, guys. We've got the most perfect monster in the world now.
1: Well, the second most perfect monster. Because oh. the perfect monster is the movie we're going to be talking about tonight, Griff. Yep. Let's of course, we're talking that. about the great Robert Zadar. Star of tonight's movie, Maniac Cop. There's someone out there. Hey! No one knows his name. No one knows his face. Oh no. But now, the most terrifying man in the city
0: officer, officer. Oh, thank God, you?
1: carries a badge. Edward. Unstable and it's a deceleration injury.
2: A 10-year-old
3: hanging. You really think a cop did this? Why not?
0: Would you automatically assume that it was a police officer instead of some lunatic dressed up like a cop? Fight (laughs) squad. He'll kill again. He enjoys killing. He strikes without cause, without mercy. You may be getting information from inside the department. He is one of us. You see a cop, you cross to the other side of the street. You're not gonna get me.
1: Everybody who wants to shoot a cop nowadays. Got one hell of an excuse. This so one is my personal life. Any of your business? Since your wife was found dead in the motel room, you gotta be wrong. You want to see the
0: pretty picture? Mm-hmm. hold on i I didn't do any of this when a cop turns killer you have the right to remain silent forever (laughs) maniac cop
2: all right i don't remember anything that happened in the trailer we literally just watched it I don't remember a single thing that happened into it. But that's okay, because we're going to go over everything in the movie in about 49 hours, probably. It'll, it's gonna oh, be no, no, awesome. we got well, We're this. talking about <laughs> Robert Zadar. We're talking I mean, Robert
1: Zadar. We may go on a Zadar tangent. My first
2: question about Robert Zadar, why didn't
1: they use him enough? They wanted to keep the mystery going. I mean, uh, I mean, you did you notice that? I mean, should we just give away the... Yeah, go for it. (laughs) Actually, uh, full disclosure, I saw this movie in the theaters when it came out. I forgot everything about it, didn't remember anything. I was shocked how many B-movie superstars are in this movie. So many, so good. Yeah. I mean, of course, Robert Zidar, we all love him. Oh, everybody. But fucking Bruce Campbell is this. Michigan native Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell.
3: Tom Adkins, one of my...
2: Atkins. Horror icons. I was expecting to see Bruce Campbell, like, kind of thicker. Because isn't he thicker? Now, yeah.
3: Well, yeah but yeah, back yeah. in the so day, he was in pretty great. decent I was shape. expecting
1: to see that. So Shaft himself, Richard Roundtree plays the commissioner. That's Shaft?
3: That's Shaft.
2: Yeah. Holy
3: shit. And later on, we get a cameo by Sam Raimi, creator mm, yes. of Walking... Uh, not Walking... Uh, Evil Dead. There you go. That's true, yeah. What, what? Where was he? He was the reporter for the St. Paddy's Day yeah. parade. No way. Yeah.
1: Look at this. Fun we facts. also got William Smith, who's claimed to fame. He did a lot of movies in the 70s, but he was Conan's oh, yeah. dad in no, Conan Will the Barbarian. No, oh. not, not Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. William Smith. Smith. Nice. William Smith could kick the shit out of Will Smith. Because Will Smith's the fake. Well, Will action Smith's hero.
2: a pacifist, so
1: that's yeah. not really He a gave part. the world Jaden
2: enough said. Yeah, we're all thankful for Jaden. Anyways, got to get to the movie. So. Slow montage, guys. We finally have a slow... Gearing up montage. montage. It's a yeah. gearing up montage, and it's slow as shit. And, you know, you think it's just some cool cop getting ready to hit the streets and protect his community. Question.
1: His, Did he... Was it his sword in a billy club? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't it, know if it was at the sheath with a...
2: We're all about, like, sword canes and stuff. Sa- th- this is kind of what kicked it off. He started out with a sword a billy club. That's a great killer weapon. It is. It
1: was cool. For maniac cops, I liked it.
2: And it kind of... Comes into, like, uh, you know, a little bit of his origin there. Um, so we're going to go ahead. We got our slow montage. We just see this cop preparing. He's got the nice cloth
1: gloves on. He's looking good. He's got the, yeah, the the what do they call it, the dress uniform. Yeah. Yeah, the dress blues. The parade outfit. And then we don't really have so a So we're nice, seeing the credits are going rolling yeah. while we're seeing him get ready for action. He got something there. You need a.
3: No, I just took my own notes because there's stuff I didn't want to forget that I wanted to
2: bring up. Gotcha. Like okay, it. pigeon didn't always do prepared. That. Pigeon didn't even talk in the mic, which Mike has been doing. <laughs> so already, maybe that's why people like Pigeon's episode more. It's just they're like, "What did he say?" Cause it's and not- they listen to it multiple <laughs> times. Like, what is he it saying? Be, yeah. Pigeon
3: can't help it, man. He's always rocking his bedroom voice, so he has to. <laughs> yeah, it's he a good has to Pull away, his <laughs> soft lures you in.
1: Right. Alright, movie. <laughs> All right, so we meet up with uh some chick. She's getting off work. Yeah, she's getting off work, you know. She's the bartender. She's had a, she's had a rough day. She's like, I just want to get home. Um, but lo and behold, two Puerto Rican guys. I'm sorry, they
2: make a point to tell you like she's, she's running sorry. away going, Ah, Puerto Rican. <laughs> It's horrible. So they they're trying to mug her, but she fights them off. She kicks their ass.
3: She does. I loved the brief choreography of this fight because it was just there was nothing fancy about it. Everything that happened was believable. And yeah. it didn't it wasn't drawn out. She grabs right. her from behind,
2: she kicks off, turns nope. around, immediately hits him with a purse. Yeah. She keeps a couple bricks in there, of yep. course. And oh, takes off. Gosh. I mean, no no quick cuts, no nothing, just here, yeah. lady. I thought do that one,
1: like, Matrix moment was kind of overkill. You thought that was overkill? I don't think they, they needed to stop it and then spin a th- 360. They but... just
2: wanted to give you a background of the girl without having to go into her background. She's right. a gymnastic, uh, just artist. And that's why yeah. she's working in a bar because, you know, there was no money to be made, so. Showing off okay. a little over skill. So
1: she gets away, and she's running, and she sees this cop. Of course. And she's like, officer, officer. Oh, thank the heavens. There's an officer. And he's like, you can just see it's like a silhouette of a cop. So yeah. You can tell it's a cop, but you can't see the face.
2: See, this is the thing. I feel like there should have been more shadow work. Robert Zadar has the most powerful jaw in Hollywood. Uh, I'm
1: glad you brought that up, because I, I got sidetracked earlier. I want to point out, do you think the only reason Bruce Campbell... <laughs> was cast in this movie because he's the only guy who could measure up jawline wise with Robert Zidar that he would throw you off.
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, that's I mean, a really good point.
3: That and listen, Bruce Campbell's great. So if you can get Bruce Campbell, you
1: get Bruce Campbell. Absolutely. Well, yeah, but you got to remember, this is like what eighty seven. Bruce Campbell. He wasn't at the heights he is now. Yeah. This so. is this is right off of Evil Dead too. Yeah, but I got oh, history. That was not a hit movie when it came it out. should have been. Yeah. been. It's a cult hit. It should
2: have been. a cult hit. I what? just got to say, you really kind of threw in some uh,
1: foreshadow.
2: <laughs> got to use that all the time.
1: Because <laughs> uh, yeah. you, 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 yeah, anyways. Yeah, so what happens is she thinks she's safe. She's like, Think God, she's I got away from those Puerto Ricans. I'm safe. <laughs> Stop using Puerto Ricans, lady. And what happens is, maniac cop just grabs her by the neck. She chokes, slams her. He chokes, slams her, and then he snaps her neck. Yeah. So...
2: Quick, clean, kill. We we think that, you know, everything's, uh, you know... Th- you can't catch these guys because they're just going to run away. But it's like, it cuts to the next day, and they catch the guys. Yeah, I don't know how they... It's because they? there was a
1: random they guy. They were the only two Puerto Ricans uh, and yeah, the street. there Yeah,
2: there was a random guy sitting across the oh, street right. like, in a sewer. He yeah. popped his head up. and was just like, <laughs> <laughs> And so he, he narks on him, you know? You're right. But, yeah, out of everybody, this is like New York City looking place. It's New York. Yeah. But he yeah. also,
3: correct me if I'm wrong, he also does, when he makes the report, say that she was killed by a cop because he yeah. sees it. Yeah. So that's that's what starts the whole ball
1: rolling. Did he? I thought the Puerto Ricans said they, that the, cop the cops did were it. trying to pin it on them. Right. Yeah. And then Frank. Are we, then this is where we meet Tom Atkins, our hero Frank McRae, the yeah. old the cop who's seen it all. Right. And he's just like, this this doesn't jibe with me, man. Doesn't I just sense. these these kids couldn't do this. They're yeah. not capable of this. He
3: actually, oddly enough, does police work, and he's like, look at the size
1: of the hands that would have had to have done this. You're telling me these guys did this? He said, and I quote, Check out the size of those hematomas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so but the mulleted medical examiner who had a sweet fucking mullet. He was like, Look, I don't care, I get paid the same. It was the Puerto Ricans. So, and he's like, I don't think so. So we got a little build up here, but you know what? Too much build up.
2: We need a little bit more horror in our movie. So we're going to go to a nice, quiet street. And, uh, man, is it quiet. And it's kind of creepy. And, of course, the light's red. Nobody anywhere miles nearby, but the light goes red. It's a couple teens, guy, girl. Guy kind of remind me of Brett Kavanaugh. A oh, little. Young Brett Kavanaugh. He's so
1: shit-faced drunk. Shit-faced
2: drunk. He's got an open container right he's, there. He's
1: devil-triangling all over the place. De- he's right? got it Boofing set up. like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: He's got the devil triangle set up on the dashboard. <laughs> Got the quarters out <laughs>
1: everywhere, just scattered across the car. There's no way this cop's gonna think we are doing anything sober. So, maniacat pulls him over, and he just walks up, and he cause he can't talk. Yeah, so he, he just uses talk. hand signals. He taps on the window. And, A little curly and just, finger. Just, Come here, young man. So the kid comes out. Hey, man, I wasn't doing nothing, you know. And kills the motherfucker. I wanna... Th- this scene was great because
3: yeah. he taps on the window. The the girl young Kavanaugh's with is like I think he wants you to get out of the car yeah and then it just cuts to a behind it was in front right in front yeah, of the car in the front. Yep. Yeah. his back is back. to the car yep. and he's doing all these sharp movements like snapping and pointing yep. to the ground. Pulling out his uh his weapons and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like everything was just really crisp, sharp, and still still. He could have been
1: singing for the
2: village people. He That's could how have been. Crisp oh, yeah. his moves You're were. saying Robert Zidari is a great actor.
3: Yeah,
1: of yeah. course and I am. He
2: absolutely is. He he
3: he was working his space. He paid attention in improv class. Oh, for sure. And then when he just he chucks the guy onto the windshield after he slices yeah. him up, right?
2: You're a blood splatter analysis, yeah. so go ahead so and describe he chucks it for him us.
3: onto the windshield. The girl panics, gets in the car, gets into the driver's seat and starts to squeal, uh, peel out. But then, like he sliced his aorta or something, because it's just spraying blood on <laughs> the windshield. Does she even use the
1: windshield wiper? She does. She does.
3: Okay. So
2: good. Yeah. such a good scene. The window's like all shattered and everything. I just I thought it was funny how little blood was on the windshield because it's yeah. like the tiniest trickle. And then, of course, she turns on the windshield wiper, so then it's smeared everywhere. Right. But our, uh, our maniac—he's—I got- love how
1: we're like ten minutes in the movie. We've already had two kills. Yeah, like they don't fuck around in the movie. No, no. The the pacing
3: of this movie was great, unlike this podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, girl gets away because the unnatural ability of the maniac is to just disappear. You would say he's almost like a Jason Voorhees or a Michael Myers. He does great cardio.
1: Oh, he he, he, he was was so, when you're not or looking Show Kazuki, mm. Show Kazuki. He taps into his ninth power of the ninja.
2: So where do we cut to from cut here?
1: Cut back to Frank. He's talking with the commissioner, Richard Roundtree, Shaft. He's like, "Look, man, these Puerto these Puerto Ricans yeah. didn't do it. He's Did you see the size of those hematomas? <laughs> Tell me more about the hematoma. and he's like, he's like the commission like, look, man, keep it quiet." We're just gonna. We're, we know these guys are innocent, but we're just gonna throw it on them. We can't have people thinking cops are killing people. Yeah, think of what could happen. I
2: mean, that's not a foreshadow at all.
1: Back not to foreshadow.
2: foreshadow. So I'm, we're gonna get Mike to say one of those. We're, we'll he'll, he'll get over. caught up in the in the moment he'll <laughs> yeah, get, get caught up in the moment. He sees how we look into each other's eyes whenever one of us does it, and we're just like, <laughs> it's oh, like magic. It's magic. Um, and so I, the, the, there's the commish is like look, didn't you try to kill Could, yourself? Because he tells them to go through all of the officers and find insane people. And, of course, at this time, what, what is this, early 80s? Do you remember? No, this, is, this is probably like late 80s. Like yeah, this was, this was 87 like or 88 87, because the second one came out in 90. What this movie, and I feel like a lot of movies in the 80s probably did, is going to a psychiatrist means you're insane.
1: Yeah. Well, doesn't it? So,
2: so he tells them, go and find mentally unstable people and so commissioner's just like oh that's kind of funny you uh you see a shrink don't you he's like yeah for marriage con- oh no no that was he no, yeah. said
1: he's like didn't your gun go off yeah your partner dies it's killed in the line of duty and two weeks later your gun goes off yeah also you don't smile you don't smile what does Which- he do what does he do <laughs>
2: He, gets he cracks fucking, that big ass smile, man. Pearly whites. <laughs> 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 That's alright. That's uh, alright. man, we we've all saw this movie like two or I, three
3: I days ago. Don't, so no, I won't lie. I was just waiting for someone else to bring up Richard Roundtree's character so I could just drop a shift or something like that. <laughs> Jeez,
1: that commish is one bad mother. Shut your mouth. He's <laughs> talking about the commish. Oh, <laughs> then I can dig it. Guess what? <laughs> Griff, we've had two kills. We're going to get a third. This Fucking is like 15 what? minutes into it. Yeah. What? Yeah, this
2: movie. <laughs> We're 45 minutes into this podcast. Listen,
3: spoiler <laughs> alert. I loved this movie. Yeah. I got nothing but great things to say about this movie. And the fact that we get three kills essentially right off the rip, and then it gets into like the exposition and the plot of the movie I'm already hooked, because I'm yeah. like, I need to see how this goes. So then they can give me the the details and all that stuff, and I'm like, yeah, all right, tell me, give me the background. Tell let's, me what's happening. Right. Let's, let's do it. this.
2: Yeah, let's hear it. Oh, this was my favorite one, too, of the three. You got just the woman getting choked out. Yep. Then you have the guy um, getting... Young Kavanaugh getting young slashed Cavanaugh. across the face. And then we have this third guy. He's leaving the bar. He's drunk, of course. So clearly... I don't know what the woman was doing, but the other kid was a drunk, drunk driving. That's very irresponsible. I get it. Serving the death penalty for a serious crime like that. I, I get it. Third crime. This guy, drunk, stumbling out of the bar, trying to get into his car. Maniac cop comes up behind him, mm-hmm. turns him around, throws his head into the fucking windshield, puts the cuffs on him.
3: Like, it's my car, man. What are yeah. you doing?
2: And, of course, he's slurring his words and everything. And he sees Maniac Cop pull out that fucking uh, knife. And the guy's just like, fuck. (laughs) So he takes off. But, of course, he's drunk, so he's stumbling everywhere. Maniac cop with that. Since we're
1: in New York, no one's going to help him. Right. Yeah. He's like, help me. The
2: streets during the day filled with people at nights, yeah. not so much. In
3: New York, in every movie where someone's running for help in New York in the middle of the night, there's like, help me, help me. And he's here, fuck you, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Well, he did that because he goes yeah. up to
1: like the buzzer on yep. a, an apartment building. He hits him with
2: his nose and everything. He's and like, help me, you
1: to kill me. Fuck you, dude.
2: Yeah. That was great. So, of course, he's going to, like, round a block. You know, Maniac Cop, he keep, you keep turning around, and you, the camera turns around for you so you can see behind him. Nothing. And then turns a corner, boom, Maniac Cop's there.
1: And also some wet We cement. get a great gimmick kill here. Yeah. Because, as we all know, construction people usually pour concrete in the middle of the night. So there's some wet yeah. concrete laying there on the sidewalk. So what's Maniacop do? Smashes a guy's face into the concrete and suffocates him. Dude. That's amazing.
2: Got something here, Mike? Well,
1: like there was there was a, there
2: was a
3: line that I really wanted to bring up because I thought it, it was great. You probably won't find it back there. But
2: we
3: <laughs> I we might have passed it. When does uh McCray go and talk to Captain Ripley? I th- I think that's a little later. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't think we wrote it down. I don't know. We might not have written. Well, we it down. then we cut to a great gag later, like during the day, where we have these people jackhammering the guy out because he's yeah. he's glued yeah. into the so face right into there. So Frank McRae's like, I, I gotta I gotta go to the media because they're not gonna help me. They just want to cover it up. So he's got this like newscaster friend of his, and he's like, Hey, you need to get the word out. There's a maniac cop killing the beeper. You need to make it bigger than AIDS. That's how big I want this story.
2: Oh. Uh, oh, this
3: might be when he talks Because he, he gets some blowback for this, doesn't he? But I'm think, sure he does, I think yeah. this
1: is when he talks to the captain. I baby.
2: just want to go ahead and say, like, if... Uh, Maniac- there's
1: nothing, by the way, Griff, there's nothing bigger than AIDS in 88. That's all we were talking about. <laughs> AIDS.
2: I miss, I miss what you're talking about. Because all I can think about was, man, if Maniac Cop did talk, I wonder what he would say when he fucking suffocated the guy in the concrete. And I believe what would it, his one liner be? Yeah, and I believe it would be uh having trouble breathing. I crunt conqueror. Con- <laughs> that was <laughs> I was thinking about that for two whole <laughs> minutes and I interrupted you guys for that. So yeah. Mike, hand me another beer please cuz <laughs> I need I need more daddy's
1: juice. Well, just What do you t- need? The, the fish beer? Fish beer. Just in time after that <laughs> Walk up we just did. We're back to another kill, or are we? Thank you. We got a scared old white lady. her car stalls out on the road. So
2: y- you brought up the fat uh, y- oh y- yeah, the the news report that went out. Yeah, we got th- it's bigger okay. than AIDS. they got it out. Okay. Sorry, I was in the conqueror.
1: Yeah, you were whatever you were that struggling was. for a bad pun.
2: Yeah work out. yeah. How about how about like you're guilty, and I have concrete evidence. There you go.: Oh God damn it. I'm gonna get thro- to throw my mic. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start calling you when we need a one-liner during the
1: episode. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to the old lady. <laughs> so we got a scared old white lady. Her car stalls out on the street. Oh shit! A cop car just pulls up right behind him.
2: You know, I immediately notice that this is daylight. Things feel a little different yeah. here. Well, but- they
1: are, Griff. Mike. It's
3: funny weekend. because it's broad daylight, and for some reason, he's also wearing his dress gloves, yes. Yes. and just Plus on he, duty yes, he was, in the middle he was of the day. His, oh, yes.
2: shit. Yeah. I also, maybe it was a cold day. He needed gloves. Maybe. I also, like, did you notice where she pulled over? She was, like, in some weird industrial place, like, yeah. Yeah. when you're in Dearborn, and you're like, where the fuck am <laughs> I? Because there's all, like, the oil refineries and stuff there, yeah. whatever they are. Like, that. that shit always creeps me out when I end up there. So why is this only
1: lady, lady there? I don't know. I don't know. But car stalls out. P2P. <laughs> P2P. <laughs> so, so we see, we just see a cop moseying on up. We see those dress gloves. He taps on the windshield. Woman fucking grabs her fucking gun out of a person. Just shoots fucking so, maniac. You're, you're th- not going to get me. <laughs> shoots maniac cop in the face. Or does she?
2: Oh no! We pan yeah. to the guy. It's just some sad white cop.
1: He wanted to help. Just wanted
3: to help. He I wonder jump? how. I wonder how close to retirement he was. Well,
2: Fuck! He, he, he
1: had was a baby face. He's was, he was pretty young. I think he was. No he, no, he was worse. He was straight out of the academy. That's the other one. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the other end.
3: The rookie trying to make a name for himself.
2: I bet if we took uh, popped his uh, uh, like his shirt off, there'd be a red undershirt there. Oh yeah, yeah. He's an engine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I. I I wanted to say earlier, Robert Zadar should have been the model for a Klingons. He should have been on whatever the uh, next-gen ship is instead of uh, Worf. F- uh, it should have been Zadar, which Zadar is Zadar sounds
1: like a great like alien yeah, name, too. It does.
2: I'm glad that, that one sounds, thing that... I brought up here has some likes to it. <laughs> that cause... has
3: more of a Romulan feel, though, that name structure. Okay. Actually...
2: Oh boy! Hey, our intel monster just showed up. Our nice guy monster. <laughs> anyway, sorry. back to
1: maniac cop. Back to it. So we meet. This is where we meet Bruce Campbell's character. Oh, uh, Jack! D- I, did I remember his name? You yes, did, Jack yeah. Forrest. That's awesome. And we meet his his uh, anxious wife. Very anxious. I was really weird weirded out by this scene. Yeah, she's like she's wearing. She's still wearing her like fucking night 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 gown from the night before she's wringing her hands constantly what well, is night oh you're saying she uh, doesn't I, I, i'm dress. getting that vibe that she does she yeah she's just at home she wearing. just never never she's so getting dressed into his police blues yeah and she's like i thought your shift was over and he's like hey guys there's that flu thing going around i gotta i gotta get some overtime Ugh. and she's like i don't want you out there there's a maniac cop out there and he's like "Hey, whatever you know I'm a cop. And this is where you notice that their marriage is on the rocks. They, they've been seeing a, a psychiatrist, a marriage therapist, whatever Mar- you want to call it, marriage yeah. counselor, marriage I should counselor. say.
2: counselor, there you go.
1: And then I've noticed they when uh, they did the uh, newscaster story of Maniac Cop, they gave out the stats. And I'm noticing that J- our boy Jack, he's tall, he's white, he's angry, uh, and he has a huge chin. Huge chin. Is Jack the Maniac Cop? Fuck. Could be. Fuck. Do we? Oh, man. But he's like, this look, look, you're fine. I got to get the, I got to go to work. So he just leaves his wife home alone. She's fucking nervous wreck. Yeah. She gets a call. Oh, shit. It's a strange woman. Just says, I know your husband's the maniac cop. Click. Oh,
2: fuck. And of course, she's scrapping all the, she's scrapbooking all the, like, news clippings about the maniac cop. Right. Well, you need a hobby. Mike? Right? Where do they go? What's going to happen here? You got this? Yeah, you're asking me where Jack I goes. Want, I want you to drive us there. Jump Jack right. flash. So, so Jack splits. Wait, is that his nickname?
3: Well, <laughs> oh, shit. Jack splits, and he starts heel and expressing it. Uh, down the road, his wife decides, you know what? I need to know once and for all. Is my husband the maniac cop? Yeah. So all she right. puts on her overcoat, heads out, Graps chases him down. Follows him to a motel.
1: Oh, shit. A no-tell
3: motel. no motel. She stops in, seemingly checks. Who checked in here? Oh, I need that room. That's my husband.
2: Yeah. Pops in there. Doesn't The guy doesn't ask for right. IDs. Nothing. He's just like, <laughs> you don't pay me enough to do this. We talked about pacing. This movie doesn't slow down with details, right. unlike us. It's a nice,
1: tight hour, 24 minutes. It really though, right? is, unlike this podcast. So
2: she
3: gets into the room. And she's in, like, the main area, the living right. space. And all you hear, you hear Bruce Campbell seemingly, I'm sorry, uh, Jack Forrest seemingly in the throes of passion. You hear all, right. all the primal noises coming from the bedroom. Oh. And she opens up well, the door. you also
1: see there's two sets of police uniforms yeah. hanging out.
2: This was a fancy hotel. It had a little foyer
1: right? to
3: it. She opens right. up the door to the bedroom and catches Jack. Climbing another woman's beanstalk.
1: Hey! Wow! God! You're you're yeah. What are you doing, everyone? Is there? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm gonna be like shut in my room while you guys do our show. You Fuck! Can, you can still edit. Oh great! We don't edit. That's a joke. I here. get to be
1: on the team. So he's and he's. A, this is like where I'm like thinking: Are we supposed to like Jack? Because he he has the most indignant attitude. He's like, "Right, what the fuck are you doing here?" Well, I'm just fucking uh, my partner or whatever. This is where we also we meet an important character, Teresa Mallory. Yeah. She, she she's an important character in the movie, but right now she's just bone-in gross. We, we in just bruise. met
2: two important characters within 10 minutes, right. and this movie's at least 30 minutes in. Right. It's very right. interesting timing.
3: Yeah, but to bring back to the point of are we supposed to like Jack, at first his wife is so nervous. I'm like, oh, man, he needs to get out of there. Like, I understand why he's taking overtime if she's constantly like this. Yeah. But then it cuts to this, and he's like, Pfft, come on. You know we weren't happy, so I'm taking it to my partner.
1: <laughs> <And> she's <laughs> obviously mentally ill as well. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: And you're like, oh, Jack, you're kind of a
2: dick. I mean, she is being fed the news that his, uh, her husband is killing people. So right. right. That probably is driving her a little crazy.
1: Right. So she just bus out of there. Yep. And run, runs back home. Or does she?
2: Does she? Because mm, Be- Jack's going to chase after her. But she goes missing. Okay,
3: so let me just vent real quick. Go for it. I had to rewind this part a couple times because it's like, what? Just I assume that's maniac cop that grabs her, right. but it's hard for me to tell because you cannot legally rent this movie anywhere. Excuse I, me. I couldn't find it. Like all my normal things, it's not on shutters. So, so the big horror movie thing, it's not. Downloadable on Apple or Amazon. So I had to watch it on YouTube. So the quality was a little rough, like oh watching a VHS. Maybe why I like it. See guys, this yeah. is why
1: I still buy DVDs. Because you can't these fucking streaming sites yeah. at the mercy of whatever they want to show. Right.
3: That's true. Well I'll tell you this much, I don't feel bad for watching on YouTube because I'm buying this. This is going in the collection. Nice. Okay.
1: I praise. I'm glad to help you out here. Yep. Are you done vanning? What? Are you done venting? I'm done venting. We were, All right. Yeah, that was, that was Mike's vent space, Sorry, Mike. So as, as uh, Mrs. Forrest is, is running home, van just rides up. You can see these dress gloves grab her, and it's yanker into the, to the van, and then it just takes off. That's, and you're like, did you Jack like grab her? What, what the fuck's going on? You're still confused. You don't know what's going on. So then what happens, Griff?
2: Holy shit. We're going to go the next day. There's going to be a nice little old maid who comes in, sees that the lamp is askew, and she's just like, oh, these kids were probably in here having a real They were time. devil-triangling.
1: They were <laughs> boofing like a <laughs> motherfucker.
2: <laughs> I could tell when they were in the bathroom boofing each other. <laughs> so just the lamp is d- dislodged, and it's just barely. But she notices, because she knows everything about this little no-tell motel. She's very sincere. Mom and pop, no-tell motel. So, they are... She's going to swing around that corner, though. Oh, fuck. It wasn't Jack and Mallory's room. It was a different room. And there's Jack's wife, dead in the bed. Throat slit. Slit. Got ear to n- ear.
1: Columbia necktie. Tongue pulled out and hung from it. So, of course... Disgusting. Jack is informed, your wife's dead. And like any normal person, he's like... Yeah and Yeah. <laughs> he's just totally yeah. <laughs> he's like, he,
3: it's it's one of those things where it's like you think he did it because he's like your wife, she's uh she's dead Jack and he's like
2: Oh no. Oh god oh, Did you no. catch
1: Did you catch the baseball game last night? <laughs> right. Like So Captain Ripley he kinda sees through that and he's yeah. like You're the maniac Cap. So they arrest him. Even fucking Jack's lawyer is like, dude, you're guilty. I yeah. know. His well,
3: lawyer's <laughs> coming. His lawyer's just like, all right, so we're going to play like the crazy distraught defense. He's like,
2: dude, I didn't do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, keep singing that one, Canary. Yeah. I know you did it. Fucking great.
1: I loved his so lawyer. Of course, Frank. I hope he doesn't pay The him. cagey old wise thing. He's like. He's not, he, he doesn't have the hands for that hematoma either. There's no fucking way it's <laughs> Jack. I saw those dainty little hands. He's like, he's like, Jack, I know you didn't do it. What's going on? Tell me. And he's like, Ugh, well, I'm fucking somebody, but I don't want to ruin their career because they work with us. And it's like, dude, you're up for like murder one. Dude. Yeah, like, like, got, like Where was this chivalry when you were dealing with your wife? Yeah, really. really? Like, come on. It's like, so he's like, all right, I'll tell you. She's. It's it's Mallory. She's working. She's working in the vice squad. She's out on the streets doing a prostitution sting. Talk to her.
2: Go talk to her. She's out. She'll tell you
1: I was fucking her while my wife is being murdered. Exactly. I feel
2: like at
3: some point in this rough timeline of the movie, uh, my favorite conversation happens between McRae and Captain Ripley. Because I'm pretty sure at some point McRae's making his case to Ripley, like at the bar. Yeah. Like this is. It's a cop. It's not. It's not the guy you think. And
2: uh, it was yeah. It was right after he meets with Jack.
3: Okay, so Ripley is like, I forget the first part of the conversation, but he he's like, Are you even a cop, or are you gonna do some cop work? And McCray goes, Fucking am a cop. What (laughs) the fuck are you? And Ripley's response is. Fuck
2: you. <laughs> like, I, I love it was just like two bros hanging out at the bar having a beer and a burger and suddenly they both start talking about how they're cop they work in the same building. Right. They I mean, but then again we do find out in you know later on in the movie that uh McCrae does not pay attention to anybody in the office. Right. He's bumping into a pe- lone wolf. He's yeah. a, like,
1: like every great movie action movie cop. He yeah. works he- alone. He would never have been in Sharky's Machine.
3: He's he's a lone <laughs> wolf, much like the wolf on the shirt of our killer And nice guys finish <laughs> first. We never gave I him like... a
1: name. I'm going to say Gavin. Ga- oh, Gavin. I like
3: that. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Gavin works. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Okay,
1: okay. Back to the movie. So, back
3: to the movie. There, there we is. go.
1: <laughs> You've been replaced, Griff. All right, oh. Mike. Let's go. Uh so we get a little scene where uh, Mallory's dressed like a prostitute. We get a little funny scene where a guy shows, "Hey, lady," yeah. you know. The John is totally in on the bit. He's just like,
2: "Look, Mama, why don't I take you somewhere nice for a change?" He pulls I the do- classic, <laughs>
1: like, "You wouldn't be a cop, would you?" Cause that bullshit. We're supposed to believe that a cop has to tell you they're a right. cop, which is total bullshit. This is another
2: great scene. <laughs> I'm gonna switch up my accents. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to go Canadian on this one. Hey, uh, you wouldn't happen to be a cop there, would you? Did, enno- <laughs> did that end up Chicago, too? That, <laughs> that ended up in Chicago. <laughs> God damn it. But then
3: she's just like, she's chomping on her gum. She goes, you just asked the million dollar question, honey. Get back home to your wife and kids.
2: just, like, lets him go. Well, <laughs> well
1: she had nothing yeah, on right. her. Yeah, right. So, so, like, he cut, a, you know why? Because he was on to her. He said, yeah, you a cop. But, dude, yeah. the guy looked
3: like such a lech. Well, he was like, casting. you wouldn't be a cop, would you? And she's like, are oh, you asking a million-dollar questions?" like, all right. <laughs> like, such uh, a
1: creep. I, lo- I love that interview. She just didn't. She she was like, I don't need the paperwork. So she right. let the guy go. So then she goes around the alley. She's going to go do a nipper, which we learned <laughs> earlier No, day. it's called a number. A number? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> which our buddy here metal. Hair <laughs> metal, was it? Was he, was he saying it is hair metal, Sean, or yacht rock, Sean? I don't know which. Yacht rock, Sean. but he said that's what you call when you he's,
3: he's he's <laughs> yacht rock, Sean, on the
1: streets <laughs> and hair metal, Sean, in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh my! We gotta God. have you on more often, Mike. I don't, why the fuck is his fucking episode so low? You motherfuckers better spread the word. This is a great episode. Hey, maybe maybe his great
2: appearance here will
1: help. Yeah, the, we put maybe. we lit the fire under his ass and he's cooking. He's cooking with gas. That rhyme. <laughs> Boom. God damn it! So you guys are killing it. My my line about
2: concurring just fucking crashed like concrete. A little better? A <laughs> yeah, little better? Again. Work, work on it. So anyway, back uh, <laughs> so, the movie.
1: So She's walking down an alley. Lo and behold, she bumps into the old friend Maniac Cop. Fucking shit. And she thinks he's a regular cop. She's like, look, I'm not a prostitute. She, yeah, she was like, McCoy, stop fucking around with me. And then he whips Mac- out the fucking what? sword. And, she, oh. and she's like, oh shit. And then thankfully, the only cop you can count on in New York City Frank McRae shows up. She she like
2: pushes herself back off of him, and she gets a couple of shots off. They on him get first. fifty shots into fucking maniac. Yeah, Cop. she gets two shots in uh, uh, off onto him, and then uh, McCoy comes screeching I, around the corner. I think he... she gets
3: a couple more because I think she says she put a couple in the chest and
1: even one in the head. Yeah, she put two in the head. Two in the head. Yeah, uh, but that doesn't slow our maniac Cop down. He, no, Nope, he takes off though. No, oh. that was enough to, you know, scare him off, but not to kill him. So now we have two eyewitnesses
2: of this creepy giant figure. And uh, I believe uh, Jack goes, or not Jack, but Jack's McCoy. In jail. McCoy, it's McCray. McCray. Frank God, McCray. Damn it. I just, been, I, <laughs> can somebody help That's me? That's why I there? always so, write down the names of the so characters. I don't know.
1: Sorry, you?
2: I told you about my reading <laughs> comprehension problem. Yeah. Yeah. Just say Frank then. Just say Frank? Yeah. I, you know what? I should have figured it'd be Frank a great cop name you know uh, joe frank uh uh nice hidden fact here lieutenant colombo's first name that's never mentioned the show frank they I show i know that they show a glimpse of it in an early episode and he busts out his id and you mm. can see frank okay all right, all right. somebody <laughs> please take this away from me because <laughs> okay i'm so, having a rough episode
1: mallory frank they're in they're in a restaurant just happened he's like look That's i gotta right. get ordering you ordering this
3: shit ton of drinks yeah well, well i It's
1: would, closing time you gotta you gotta have money yeah.
2: this is a guy who doesn't drink and he <laughs> knows about that yes you order five <laughs> drinks at closing time because the bar will stay open for another hour or two and they're gonna pound them but uh, they also she almost got m- murdered and he just saw the craziest shit he's ever seen i mean he's seen people on pcp he might have just saw his first person. He's seen on people P2P. on P two P. I don't know. I think he's seen people on PCP. I don't think he's ever seen <laughs> somebody on P
1: two P. But that would explain why maniac cops. What I he think is. that's what he's fucking running on, dude. So he's like, "We got to get you a safe house." She's like, "Look, I'm a cop. I don't. I don't need this shit." Yeah, and he's like, "No, this guy is. He's a maniac cop."
3: Right, and he's like, "He knew you were working vice. That means some. He has someone on the inside knows where you are. They know where you live." Exactly.
2: Okay guys, I'm ready. I'm ready. I got the ship. I'm gonna steer it into safety. Alright, Captain. Alright. Okay. Calm waters ahead. So Frank. Yes. Yeah. Correct character. He's gonna you know, he's got an idea of what he's looking for now. And he's gonna be going to hit up the old FBI computer not FBI well, no, police is... computers. Um <laughs> State of the art nineteen eighty eight, the best nineteen eighty. I was just doing some fun with the boat there. I was just freaking everybody out. I just yeah. So, he's going in. He's going to gather some intelligence because he's a smart cop. He's pretty much the only cop on this force who does his fucking job. And he goes in there. Fuck you.
1: Wow. (laughs) That was a call back to Captain Ripley. Good call.
2: Good call. Fucking A, he's a cop. So, he's going to pop into the old info desk, and there's this sweet old lady who happens to be manning it. And, of course, like I mentioned before... He doesn't fucking know anybody he works with. So, Murray, what's the name of this woman?
1: Sally Noland. I will not know it. Sally S- Noland, the crippled. Sally. Uh, Sally what is, what's her job? What would you say her job would be? Uh, Yeah, really, I didn't know what to call her.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Um, Some kind of
1: data entry type thing. Yeah, I record keeper. Yeah, yeah record, a, keeper. record keeper. That's a good one.
2: No, you're going to want to talk to Sally. She works in records. She works in the records. Of course, she is the most notable character ever because she's got like the stone-cold knee brace that's just, like, giant and robotic yeah, it's, looking. It's kind of
1: like Mad Max and Road Warrior knee yeah, brace. Yeah, like exactly. Metal.
2: Just metal parts, Forrest Gump even, you know. Just yeah, braces very.
1: everywhere. She can of remind me of Forrest Gump.
2: And, but she's got a cane, and she's got this cute little haircut. She's trying to hold on to her youth. There's a lot of things from her youth she's trying to hold on to, isn't there? But uh, the one thing she's Back trying, oh, <laughs> Mike's really getting into it now. I, my job is uh, I'm on the hot seat. Um, I got to get this episode right. So cops get, you know, uh, Frank's going to be all, hey, I need this info. Those computers, I don't know how to work. Them. And she's like, I'll oh, let me stop you there. The computers are down. It's like, oh, that's too bad. I, uh, I haven't met you before. We've probably bumped shoulders before. Uh you know, did you hear about this lady, uh Mallory? And uh he's she's like, Yeah, I know Mallory. He's like, Well you'll be happy to know that she is okay, you know, she had a run in tonight. But she's okay.
1: She's like oh she did. You can immediately see the gears working, and she's yeah. getting like... She's getting a little nervous. At this point, I can swear, there's got to be a Nang Chen tail hiding in the collar of Frank's jacket, because his fucking ninja senses are on point. And he's like, something's wrong with this place." Is it lady.
2: possible to trim it off? Because I think, I think no, when it's... his partner, uh, the incident happened, I think... He tried to set himself on fire, and all the flame was consumed into the Nang well, Chen. Well, what can why.
1: happen is, we're getting off on another tangent about the Nang God, Chen, yeah. but the Nang Chen is so important.
2: Mike, you're what, seeing this just unfold firsthand. It's terrible, what, isn't it? What
1: happens is, when you dishonor yourself, you lose face, in a way. Okay, and I'm guessing he lost face, because he, I think he, did, he yeah. could have saved his partner. You sometimes will cut off your Nang Chen in shame. But it can be done. It can and does happen, yes. Okay. I think that's so, what happened here. Yeah, but usually you don't retain it, but maybe he was such a high level, he retained a little residue. That gun oh. that went off maybe shot it right off. So Sally immediately hightails it out the police station, gets in her car, takes off. Yeah. I mean, Frank, Frank. smells a rat. Right. And Where do rats live, Griff?
2: Uh, Mike, I, I'm going to go down to the piers. If I were to pick any random number, what do you think it would be? Um, oh man, I don't. I don't fourteen. The You're right, Mike. Pier fourteen. So we gotta head on down to old pier fourteen.
1: There's, and our buddy Frank's tailing her.
2: Yeah, and of course there is a guard blocking pier fourteen. There's supposed to be nobody there because they tell us multiple times this pair's set for destruction in t- three of, days, two weeks. Yeah, same two, two weeks. weeks. The same amount two of time. weeks. <laughs> and you
1: know if it's two weeks. They're gonna die. That pier is gonna be destroyed.
2: Pier's got to be destroyed. If you're
1: a cop, two weeks to retirement, you die. If you're a pier, two weeks from demolition, nah. you die.
2: So of course, Frank's gonna show up. He's tailing the lady. Oh shit! By the way, he's following her
3: very closely. Wow. Yeah, she,
2: Mike, take it away. She's not a street cop.
3: Take us to yeah, pier. Take just, us pier fourteen. I know. With with my former profession, I I've picked up I picked up a few tricks and. You don't follow people that close, all right? You got you to gotta learn how to do it from a different lane, a couple cars back. Be inconspicuous. He,
1: he's right sh- up on her. I what want if, you to go on IMDB and put that as one of the goofs. I, I want you to do yeah. that as well and tag us on there.
2: <laughs> Could I follow anybody I wanted in
1: my vehicle? No. You're <laughs> telling me. You know about your bright yellow truck with no muffler?
2: Yes. That's not inconspicuous. <laughs> no. If Sorry, I'm in buddy. the back sunbathing <laughs> while watching a perp, you think they would notice me as a cop or do you, or you know just somebody investigating them or do you think they they might just think I have drugs available because I hanging out in weird places I don't a shirt think on?
3: they'd suspect that there was any kind of uh legal stuff going on. So, you might be safe them think, "Oh, this guy just likes to party."
2: Yeah. I mean, Sure, if I'm just following them, but when I take it to that next level of me, shirtless, shades, sun, frisbees, they won't suspect a thing. Frisbees
3: with razor blades uh,
2: attached to them? I'll have one tucked under my chair. I'm not going to leave that exposed. Uzi on a
1: blanket. (laughs) Uzi
2: on a nice (laughs) little blanket as well. (laughs) Again, (laughs) hidden away from their sight, okay? Okay, I'm a good detective. Mike. I want you to take us to the pier. Can you take us to the pier? What's happening uh, at the pier? We already got to the pier. Well, well I we're know. At we're at, the, the, at pier. the pier, but what's going on at the pier?
3: So, Sally, um, you see her talking. To, uh, is it obvious who she's talking yes, to right Oh, yeah. it's obvious. To, because yeah. so she's talking to Maniac Cop. And all you hear is her talking. You don't hear if there's any other he, half yeah. of that conversation. Yeah. But she's trying to get him to stop. She's like, all right, we're uh, We've gone far enough. We'd, let's just stop. Let's be happy together. Let's, I liked you know, she's like. She's can... like
1: we. We only killed guilty people. you are yeah. right. out of control. I you didn't sign stop up for this. this. Let's right. hit the beaches already.
3: Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's be in love. And then you got you got Frank peering in from uh, from behind some.
2: He's just old crates yes. and yeah. and as brilliant and as Frank
1: is as a detective. He's horrible at hiding. She's like yeah. knocking shit over, <laughs> mumbling about so, only having two
2: weeks on the fourth lap. Right. There
3: has to be, there has to be uh, some kind of tension here. So she g- conveniently gives up enough information for him to be like, oh, I know who it is now, and then knocks something over. And she turns around. She's like, who's there? Who's there? And just starts firing. <laughs> yeah, firing, up. firing her gun. And then she just immediately is like, oh. Just hearing things in my old age, a little jumpy. It's like, that's it. That's it. You like just had to squeeze oh, yeah. off a couple
2: rounds and you're good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. She, right. Well, uh, after all that ruckus, you hear a cat go, meow. Oh, yeah. And so she's like, ha, 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 ha. oh, my
3: old heart. Oh, and then she I turned. just. Whew. She turns around after having a couple of yucks about firing off a gun in yeah, the middle exactly. of the night. Yeah. And Maniac a guard Cop
1: guard doesn't is give no a longer kid. there. <laughs> right. The guard on duty. The guard duty, could yeah. have been shot, for all she knows. Yeah. Right? Jesus or whatever.
2: Hey, the guard on duty lets them both in without question. <laughs> right. And then, you know. Well, I don't think the guard on duty saw Frank go in.
3: why not. Because when he's coming out after he's, he's running out, there's, and he's like, there's, hey, what are you
2: doing back there? He's like, had to take a leak. He's got he's got his gun out. He pulled yep. his gun on this guard. And of course cuz everybody in in town now when they see a cop, they're ready to shoot <laughs> him in the face. Right. So Frank's got his gun out. Frank? Frank. Yeah. Yes. Frank's got his gun out, ready to shoot this guy in the face. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa." You know, he's I'm about to take a piss. He's like, "You always piss with your gun out?" I mean, yeah. If you have a gun, right? You keep it on you at all times. Like doing the Homer Simpson yeah, and does his fly with it? Yeah you when you're in the bathroom. You're the most vulnerable. You have to have a loaded gun with you. You with never Ronald. know when
3: Michael Behrman's going to
1: show up. Exactly. <laughs> 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 back to foreshadow or flashback. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. I don't know what to call that. <laughs> I, know. I mean, back Good, to callback.
2: Callback. Good callback. Call back to the callback. That wasn't in the right register, so I hate it. Oh man! Wow. This is great. So he's going to get out of those docks, though, and he's going to go straight to the office, and he's going to look up everything he can about Michael Cordell, I think his name was. Matt Cordell. Matt Cordell. I got New the York M West. and the Cordell right. I'm yes. doing better than usual. And so yeah.
1: while he's He meets grabbing, the other record keeper. Yeah. And, of course, that guy's a douche. He's got all these clippings. Yeah. And, and we, we learn that Matt was like a super cop be why because he murdered everybody that he had to deal with like he was like who, shoot right. first ask but questions later who does this remind you of
3: here's here's the funny part you
1: george zimmerman
3: <laughs> you right before you find out that he aced a bunch of people or is it, is it right before or right after you find out he just killed all the people he was
1: uh trying to arrest and,
2: and either, you know what,
1: well it was funny, i'm sorry to interrupt you but you know what's funny is and any other movie we cover, that would be our hero.
2: Right. <laughs> that's the point I wanted to make. Right. <laughs> Every other movie that well, is Charles Bronson.
1: It's funny you say that because
3: it's either right before we find out he murdered all these people, or right after. Tom Atkins is like, "Oh man, it's it was Mallory. He was my hero." Yep. <laughs> so it's like, wait, our good he guy cop so that's doing all their things, like this guy murders a bunch of people without due process. What a guy! He did I, it with such style, man. I right. bet if
2: we went into the police showers, there's a nice pin-up of Robert Zadar. <laughs> we get some fan service later on. I'm going to spoil that for everybody. We get a nice butt shot of Zadar. I bet yeah. that's the pin-up in the men's shower, <laughs> and they all go in there and release their frustration right. with the day. Soap up. Soap up. Drop Let the it rip. Up,
1: whatever. Yeah. Oh my god. So that we get Clark. so here's where we get a flashback to what happened with our maniac cop Matt Cordell. Yeah,
2: we cut to him. He's like taking a nap uh, on a bench somewhere, and yeah, and we get to see. <laughs> at <the pier. laughs> it's at the pier. Right? He's at. I mean, I'd imagine he's at the pier. Yeah, but who, who knows?
1: But yeah, he's. And so he's having a flashback to the flashback. Back to The flashback, and we see this wussy liberal judge probably clanging Damn. his gavel down like you're going to jail for life again you can easily just like put charles bronson
2: right into his place you know he just he just saved the whole neighborhood by knocking off all the gangbangers but no the judge has got to be like hey you can't just go around recklessly
1: killing people so and then we so we flash our buddies, forward Robert word robert yeah. Zidar Doing the perp walk in jail. We see all the criminals. Like, we can't wait to get hold of you. Right, all the
2: criminals are eyeballing. I'm like, oh,
1: shit,
3: it's Mallory.
1: Blowing up
2: kisses. They're like,
1: yeah, we got your pin up, too. And to know what a total baller Robert Zadar is, he's like, I know everyone's out to kill me, but I still want to be in general population. Right, I ain't a bitch.
3: Give me gen pop or give me death. Or give me gen pop and
1: death. So, since he's in general population, and we know in prison... You can take a shower anytime you want. So yeah. This is probably about three <laughs> I'm in the glad morning. I brought this up too. <laughs> Maniac cop. He's a little sweaty. He's probably doing some push ups and, you know, keep himself fit. Well, yeah, no, he's ripped as all hell. So he's less taking a shower. And this actually this your fan service. Because yeah. if we got Zadar, you've got to see the Zadong. <laughs> <laughs> Which you don't see, but you do get a little bit of the beefcake with Robert Zadar. You get we
2: finally get a cut of like his jaw too. Yeah. This is the first shadow work we get, <laughs> which we've been missing the whole movie. There should have been more silhouette of his face because it's so powerful.
3: Right. Yeah. Like let people know something's off, something's not normal, but don't give him the whole gusto, you know what I mean? Right.
1: So he just you know, sudden up. And all these guys, like fucking twenty guys show up with shivs. And you're like, oh, shit, he's a goner. But not quite, because he kicks some ass first. Oh, he's right? he, But there's 20 guys, Griff. He, I mean, even fucking Robert he, Zadar can't stop Right? He's
3: yet. He's the dominates for a while, but then the, eventually man, you guys they overcome fire. him.
2: So, I mean, we've all, most of us have probably seen the Watchmen movie at least once, and there's that Rorschach scene that every... Cool person wants to be like, oh my god, Rorschach beating everybody up in prison. Right? Yeah, that's basically. Yeah, you're not.
1: I'm not in here with you. You're trapped in here with me, which right. is something our boy Gavin would probably say. Oh uh, yeah, right.
2: this uh, th- they basically took that scene from this movie. I mean, if you look at it and compare it, it's pretty much Watchmen stole it. Yeah. Zack Snyder is a maniac cop fan. I found that out. Robert Star fan too.
1: Yeah, that explains why Robert Star had a big blue dick too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: God damn it! You guys are killing it tonight, so, and I'm doing
1: horrible. So hey, we all get her off nice. So, <laughs> Robert dar they just start stabbing the fuck out of him, slashing his face. They do this. Okay,
2: yes, he gets one stab to the chest <laughs> and like five slashes to the face. Is that enough to kill a 400-pound, seven-foot-five man with a
1: chin? Just a. Of a goddamn jizzle. buffalo. Well, I did notice. Did he notice when they they slashed at his chin, sparks were flying off. Is it, I mean, that's that's how weirdest, powerful his jaw That's the weirdest was.
2: part. The shift probably got stronger right. after that. Sharper, at least. More so brittle.
1: He's dead. Well, or got is he? Wow. Because... <laughs> Where are we at right now, Greg? Well, what we're getting into
2: now, we got to go back to stalling because... <laughs> I remembered, but then I got confused. I got so stalling. I know what happens. And then Murray knows So what happens. Frank goes
1: back to, he's like, I got to talk to Jack. And of course, you know, in jail, you can talk to anybody you ever want, you know, anytime. Just like you can shower anytime you want in prison. And also in prison, you can talk to any convict.
2: Well, he is a. Cop and this and, is
1: also <laughs> he's in the cell in the precinct. So, but this also adds to the total douchiness of Jack character because he brings Mallory with him, and they're like, "Look, we know who it is. It's it's uh it's fucking Cordell." Yeah, and he's like, "He's dead, or is, is he? he?" And then he's like, "I'll let you guys do what you need to do. I'm gonna head out for a minute." So then Jack's making out with fucking Mallory. Yeah, he <laughs> like, leaves him
2: in, in the, like an investigation room. <laughs>
1: Right, yeah. and it's like, dude, your 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 wife has just been murdered by the maniac cop. You're Doesn't framed care. for the maniac cop. He's like, care. I don't care. I have been I have fucked in a couple of days.
2: My balls are so blue right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, much I like Doctor Manhattan from Watchmen. Exactly, uh, more blue balls. <laughs> bro. So Frank, of course, when he leaves, he even winks at him. Hey guys, <laughs> I'm gonna go find some evidence. Maybe you could leave a little evidence in Mallory. Right, that's DNA a, evidence. That's a jizz joke. He's gonna plow her
1: and you nailed that one. But unfortunately, jizz. he can't, Griff, because he can't get off. Every fucking cop oh, has somehow been murdered in right, the police station. Right, every so, cop, I, but Terminator Ninja style.
2: You're missing uh, my favorite evidence in this whole movie. Frank goes into the information computer room. There's one computer. Yep. Well, yeah. And he peers down at it, and there's just one thing written on the screen amongst a bunch of X's: <laughs> "Maniac Cop." And he's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and then he turns and notices things around him because he's a cop, and that's what he does. Right. Lieutenant, in fact, like Columbo. And he sees a purse there, so he's like, "I gotta look in this purse." It's obviously sn- Sally S- Snelly. Sa- yes. St- <laughs> Sally. Yes. <laughs> Sally. Sally with an A, like a normal name. Yes. Not the one I said. Um, And so he starts rifling through her purse. And she, of course, comes in with her cane and her little hobble leg. And she's just like, get out of my purse. Beats the fuck out of him. With and he's crutch, like,
3: Takes him to town, man. She, really she goes apeshit.
2: She does. And he's just gushing blood everywhere. His hand was cut up before. And that's just throwing blood
1: everywhere. And I, I don't. Well, cop shows up. And he starts beating the fuck out of Frank. Does he? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, I, thought, I, mean, I thought she it's ran. a very important thing happens. Yeah. Then he, he fucking hurls Frank out a window. Man. Yeah. This is Frank's death. Wait, Frank dies? Yes. Yeah. That talk. And it bummed of- me out because I fucking hate Jack right now. Are and you? Like, so I'm like yeah. rooting for a fucking. Yeah, no.
3: Frank is my guy, right? I. Uh, Tom Atkins, good character. I'm all behind him. And then he fucking dies. And I'm just like. Are Wait, you? what?
1: But that was a good twist because I was shocked. I didn't yeah, believe there was I did a not
3: see that coming. That, that knocked the wind out of me. I was like, whoa. Okay. You're, this
2: movie
1: taking chances.
2: I'm willing to accept because we all know when you mumble or say anything about, you know, being two weeks from retirement, bad things are coming. But are you telling me there's still an elaborate ploy to make it look like Jack is responsible?
1: <laughs> of
2: course. Because he was locked in that investigation room. He was. Right. And then suddenly the door was open and he walks out, and there's just bodies pained. There's like literally
1: everybody in the the precinct has been murdered. Their hemoglobins are just. (laughs) I don't know about their hemoglobins. Their hematomas are huge, huge hematomas.
0: And And, and of course, it's
1: totally believable that Scrawny at this point, Scrawny uh, Bruce Campbell could kill. 100 Seriously, he's he looks scrawny as shit in this to me
2: like, yeah I'm not used to seeing Bruce Campbell look like that
3: this isn't uh this is before he put on that army of darkness muscle mass
1: Oh, okay so, so he and Mallory get the fuck out of there because they're like fuck me he kept killing everybody <laughs> so Mallory runs down to get a car he's coming out these cops stop him and yeah. go hey you're the, you're the fucking maniac cop. And he whips a gun on him and tells him to, like, lie down. He, he as did, I love this no. line. He's like, he's like you're going to let him get away? You, you said he wasn't the maniac I know, cop. I know. I was going to say, he pulls
2: the gun on <laughs> him and like, I'm not the maniac cop. And they're just like, okay. Walking away, and you hear, like, them talking. Like, they're not in focus or on screen <laughs> at all. But they're like, well, he said he's not the <laughs> maniac cop. I wish that worked. That would be amazing. Apparently, Jack has the Jedi mind trick.
3: Next time one of us gets pulled over, we just need to look at the officer and say, I'm not the maniac cop.
1: <laughs> and then
3: just see if he's like...
1: I'm going to shoot the cop right. and say, I thought he was the maniac cop. That's going to be my thing. You're not taking me today. I, hey, half these people are getting killed. That's all they do. They go, well, I thought he was the maniac cop. Right. So while Mallory's warming up the police car, our poor guy, Frank, crashes down to a police car like right next to her. And she's freaking out. And, you know... I wanted to point something out, like you—you you know how woke I am, Griff. You're pretty woke. Mallory is a fucking cop, and she re- well, as soon as they see the dead body, she reverts to like screaming hysterically, like the cliche, like chick role. It's like she's a cop, like she hasn't right. seen this shit. Like this why, is why would her she first be rodeo? freaking out? I think know? she would
2: see more depressing stuff than she would see like crazy shit like that (laughs) like a body being thrown out i mean she's used to being on a sad streets uh uh, i was gonna say popping off john's but that means a complete (laughs) other thing (laughs) and like i i mean i've never
3: (laughs) seen a body fall from uh a building onto a a car next to mine but i would understand if that was jack and she had a close relationship but as far as i know she didn't really know
1: That's still Frank too well, much. Well, you'd be You're, like, holy shit, what yeah. the fuck? But you wouldn't be screaming like, yeah, hysterically. It, it didn't you know, warrant like, the reaction we got.
2: Yeah. I scream when I stub my toe. Don't try to pin on this lady for being out of character. That's fucking crazy as shit. She should have been a little bit more prepared because she knew maniac. There's She just ran by 25 dead bodies. So she maybe was, she, she put, was
1: screaming when that was happening. She was the whole right. scene, she's screaming. And it's like, I don't know. I thought it was out of character. I don't mm, know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, know. She's used to being around sad, lonely people
2: and suddenly dead well, exactly. Bodies.
1: She's in fight. She's seen way more fucked up shit. Yep. Like child molesters and all this fucking uh, shit. The, the, hey, the, the, I, I get all. it, Griff. You think women can't handle their shit. And once it, uh, something traumatic happens, they're just a uh, ball of uh, jello. All right? I respect women. And I think she would have handled herself a little better. All right. So we cut to they get in the car. They take off. They're like, we got to go to Sing Sing and learn more about Maniac Cop. We got to know what's going on. At this point, you think everyone, every cop in America should be on the lookout for fucking Jack. Because they think he killed an entire precinct of cops. Right. Apparently, the news didn't get to Sing Sing because they walk right in. You figure his picture would be on every fucking like TV screen. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're talking about the prison, right? And he's like, "Hey, I, I'm Frank. I'm here for uh, to see the uh, medical examiner." So they go in. They meet the medical examiner. He's like, "So he's like, we need to know about Maniac Cop." And he's like, "Hey, uh, yeah, he uh, he didn't die." And they're like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, I was like, uh, you know, getting ready to like give him an autopsy. Had like nice nice sheet over him, covered in blood. And then I don't know. Somehow he he sees the guy move a little, and he feels he grabs his pulse.
2: He checks his pulse,
1: and then so he starts doing compression. Well, I love. it. No, he gets a stethoscope out and does it over the over the sheet. sheet. And then he starts doing chest compressions. Everything's better over the sheet because this is a hero cop, all right. This is everybody looked up to this guy." So he saves them, and he's like, "I'm just," and then I guess he gets a hold of Sally and is like, "Hey, maniac caps alive! This guy's too precious a commodity. We we're just gonna cover up his death, and let him live a hero's life."
2: Murray, like, we're talking about another one of the
1: movies we've already covered. This is the plot to Hard to Kill. You're right, except he doesn't have the huge dick that that uh. Uh, Steven Seagal had. Whoa, I don't remember there being a scene where somebody lifts up the. the he didn't even lift up the. the well, they're <laughs> the, painting. You think they that's... cut that out? Like he, he didn't lift up the cloth to check his heartbeat, but he's like. Whoa. <laughs> that that was bad. definitely That's end- why I gotta save the guy. In
2: the director's cut, there's this scene where <laughs> Sally's in there, lifts up the sheet, and goes Whoa.
3: There's an extended cut of the shower. Yeah, you fight where he turns real fast and knocks one of the inmates <laughs> out with the end of it. When they check on the
2: buys the next day, there's just a giant blue <laughs> dog print across the giant his face. mushroom print. <laughs> 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 but of course, I mean even on Pier fourteen you see the cat. The cat that, you know, the nurse put on his shoulder.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So the, so the, then so the finally the medical examiner's catching eyes Hey, you're not Frank McRae. You're you're that guy, that maniac cop. He's like <laughs> he's like, Look, I won't tell on you if you don't tell on me that I say maniac cop and let him go. So they're like, All right, fine. Agree. <laughs> so they go back so they're like, Hey, there's that big uh uh, St. Patrick's Day parades going on tonight, isn't it? He loved the St.
2: Patrick's Day parade. He's
1: got to be there. So this is where we, as Mike pointed out earlier, we point we get a nice scene of Sam Raimi, director of Spider Man and Evil Dead, and all that. He playing a reporter.
3: And the since it's October month, the crazily underrated Drag Me to Hell. Continue.
1: Good. Oh. So, it's. I forget. I don't forget what happens. <laughs> like, I know we get back to the commissioner. Is it yeah. like Mallory? Yes, she goes because Jack is Jack. Jack he's in his perfect disguise. He's like he's dressed like uh, Jerry Seinfeld circa nineteen ninety two. He's got some really tight pants on, some giant white tennis shoes. Very inconspicuous. Puffy jacket. So he's like tall hair. He's hiding out like outside of City Hall. Mallory's like we know who Maniac Cop is. He's gonna be here. I don't know why they figure he's gonna be here, but he's gonna be here. Yeah. You have to shut down the parade. And, like, Shaft's like, I ain't shutting the parade down. And he's like, you know, it's interesting that you're here. Because
2: I got a very interesting call from one Frank McCoy.
1: No, McCray. McCray. McCray.
2: McCray. Do you see? They've kind of fucked me up there. McCoy, McCray. They're too close. Okay? Sure. I hate them. Frank. Lieutenant Frank. Columbo. Shows uh you know, he called in to commissioner's phone line before he died. Before he died, obviously. He's not speaking from the dead. <laughs> uh and he left him a nice message. Hey, he's alive and he's got a woman. Or he doesn't say he's alive, but he just says the perp you're looking for is a man, and he's got a woman on the inside he's got a big feeding. jaw.
1: He's
2: got a big jaw, smaller shoulders, but holy fuck, you're gonna be into him. Yeah, look into his (laughs) eyes and just fall into,
1: you know, an endless river of love. Yes. And Uh, and by the way, there's a woman working with him. uh, Yeah. And he's like. I mentioned that. The commissioner's like, does that sound familiar? That's you and Jack. You and Jack. You're under arrest. Jack and Jill. And she's like, wait, no, no, it's Sally and Maniac Cop. He's like, yeah, likely story. So commissioner's like, I got to get out of (laughs) here. I got he, a parade to be.
2: He's taken off, but he's like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna leave you with sleeves." I feel <laughs> like shaving my mustache after seeing this guy. I'm dead serious.
1: Yeah, I was so waiting for him to try to rape her. I thought yeah, that. I, thought I was that <laughs> waiting
2: for that too. Because he immediately walks in the room. He's like, funneling his mustache, just going, oh, oh, you've caused me a lot of trouble. You're gonna have to turn around. I got some handcuffs for you." It's like what is yeah happening? Like, he, the way he, his cadence
3: and just the, right. the shit he's saying is making me like, go. Oh, here comes the attempted rape scene, and,
2: and of then he's like, "Come
3: like, on, give me some information. Come on, come on. This could make my career." And I'm like,
0: yeah.
1: "Oh, okay." He's just trying to get like a confession out of her, right? Weird. And then he's like, "Yeah," and then she's like, "I didn't fucking do it." He's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna take you down to the you know lock yeah. you up now." He's
2: like, "God, you're a skink. So he's actually handcuffed to her. Right. And they're going to walk the long walk down to
1: the old cells perp in the walk. basement. The perp walk. And we see there's some double doors and windows, and we see the commissioner and Captain Ripley. And we also see maniac cop. Oh, fuck. He's in the building? Fuck yeah, he is. And uh. he's got his billy club knife out, and he Mike's, slashes the Hold fuck. on. Mike's
2: getting out his cell phone. Nope. Checking Let's the time. Sil- silencing the it, call. Putting, oh, he's silencing the call because this is too important. <laughs> this is where we're getting all... everything yes, coming this is it.
1: together. It's all coming together. All coming together. Do we remember what happened? Well, yeah. What happened oh, okay, is... okay. Good. The commissioner and Captain Ripley get slashed the fuck up. They're dead. Maniac cop notices Mallory and Professor Perv, or Officer Perv, I should say. I don't know why I said professor. <laughs> I like alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> Policeman Perv. And... Polyperv. I guess he, doesn't he start just fucking stabbing the fuck out of Perfellation Perf? He, he stabs the motherfucker yeah. once. And unfortunately, Mallory's still handcuffed to him, so she's got to drag his bike. And then, like, just disappears for a while. Dude. He gives her time. He's, like, stalking her, I guess.
2: That is... He's playing with his food. Cat and mouse. Dude, isn't that, like, next level, like, freaky shit, though? Like, I would... That, that got my heart going a little bit. Because these movies really play on, like, you get into them and you start imagining that situation. You have a 400-pound perv handcuffed to you. You're this nice, hot lady. I'm sorry, that's inappropriate. This beautiful <laughs>
1: young woman, who strong, woman.
2: all the all the pervs want. And she's um, not strong
1: enough for Griff that she wouldn't start screaming and like a fucking little girl when she's a dead body, even though she's been a cop for ten years. But go on, Griff. Man, really harping that, aren't you? Uh. So, anyways, she she's.
2: Got to drag 400-pound policeman perv around. And, of course, she knows Maniac cops got to be nearby. She just popped out of nowhere and fucking stabbed this right. guy. So she's doing a pretty good job. Does she get out of the handcuff?
1: Yeah, she yeah. gets it in his pocket and, like, pulls out uh, the key, unlocks uh, it. She locks herself in a room. Maniac Cop's, like, busting the door down. So she's like, fuck this. She hurls a chair, chair. through a window This alerts Jack. He's like, oh, shit, there's a chair flying out that window. I wonder what's going on. She climbs out. So he runs up. The cops go, hey, there's the maniac cop, Jack, which, of course, we know isn't the maniac cop. Right. And so they arrest him, handcuff him, throw him in a paddy wagon. Oh, shit. Mike, do you want to
2: drive us there? No. Mike doesn't want to drive us there. Okay. So what's going to be happening now? Well, fuck. We got Mallory, who is... She's climbing down the fire escape. She's coming down the fire escape. She sees that Jack was thrown into this paddy wagon. She's all freaking out, like... Dum, 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 dum. And, of course, one cop speaks crazy, so
1: he's he's in his car, he's ready to go, and he's just like, yeah, that's all, let's fucking go! Well, and, first, let's tell Maniac Cop jumps in the paddy wagon and takes off. So. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah,
2: yeah. I thought that was implied. My bad. Okay. So, paddy wagon veering off where else could he be going but pier 14 14 my favorite pier two weeks to retirement 14 you know what's funny about 14 guys it's divisible by two but how many days are there in a week <laughs> seven two weeks two weeks pier 14 <laughs> is pier two
1: weeks and there's a cop who's about to die
2: <laughs> there's a lot of bad things about to happen at pier
1: 14 because that paddy wagon is heading straight there. So we get a moderately exciting car chase. Horrible. I,
3: I, listen, we get we get the moderately exciting car chase. But I was digging the chase music. Okay. I was really into the chase I'm music. I'm fine with that. that you know sure what I'm
2: fucking good. sick of is that camera angle, like, hanging out a car door of just, like, the tire. Yeah. I hate that.
1: Was that in the movie? Yes. I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah. I do remember they did get the scene where they fly through an intersection like literally fly it, yeah. and crash They down. do
2: like the under of uh, the
1: Oh boy. Oh, um, is car flying over the intersection. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, a moderately exciting car chase. And I, I guess, unlike our podcast, they were like, this is running really long, so we need to just fucking cut, cut to the chase. Well, we can cut to the chase. Let's cut to the chase. So what happens is, so Bruce is just going back and forth, like in the back of the paddy wagon, getting pummeled. Yeah. He's and then, just pinging around in there. And then, so, I'm I'm actually, I don't know what the fuck's happening. Dude, he
2: pulls into the pier. He stops. That's right. Maniac
1: cop just go, goes and gets an axe.
2: And he's going to start chipping away at the door. He needs to Even get. Even though you
1: figure they would be able to open them from the outside. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they was locked.
2: They had a nice little padlock. Well, I know they there.
1: locked from the. Oh, there was a padlock it was on there? It's like a pad...
2: They wanted to be double safe about him because okay. Jack. Well, he's is a maniac cop. The, the maniac, maniac cop. cop. So, one pair of handcuffs will do and a padlock. So, maniac cops trying to bust him out with an axe. Jacks knows what's happening. At the same time, Mallory is just about to arrive, but. As uh, Maniac Cop breaks the door, Jack realizes this next hit will break it. So he runs and times it perfectly, hits the door as it breaks to kind of knock Maniac Cop back. So Jack gets a second to get to his feet and gets all prepared. He's in his kung fu stance. He's right. Well, he he's
1: still handcuffed, isn't he?
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. I, that's not much of a kung fu stance. He got
2: in the crane kick. Okay. You don't You know everyone imagines you need your the, arms
1: through a crane kick. I get it.
2: Yeah. So he's getting ready. There's a little bit of a tussle, and they're kind of going back and forth. Jack's getting the shit kicked out of him, really, though. Well, he's handcuffed. He's handcuffed. He the Battle of the Chins is a handicap match, apparently. So after he gets bloodied up and everything, who else shows up? The goddamn Mallory and her friend, her new friend who I'm surprised didn't die. Two weeks, because he's two weeks out of the
1: academy. You figure he's a goner. Yeah, exactly.
2: Right. So uh,
1: after they arrive,
2: uh, there's a shotgun involved. Actually, no, some other cops arrive because somehow Maniac Cop gets that shotgun. And, and somehow
1: uh, Jack gets out of handcuffs. I don't remember how he <laughs> does. There's a yeah. lot of magic happening in this. Yeah. And we probably... I think the cop who... Uh, here, let me put it the together. The cop who had the shotgun... Had the keys on him, so he gets killed by maniac cop. Jack, uh, maniac cop gets distracted, so Jack grabs the keys because uh, apparently one size fits all as far as keys go. And uh, yeah, and, and handcuffs. And then maniac cop goes fuck this shit, jumps back in the paddy wagon, takes off, and Jack's like fuck you are, and he jumps on the side of the truck, and there's a scuffle. This is the only time that a punch registers
2: to Maniac Cop is when he's driving. Well, he's
1: got a chin like steel, dude. How are you gonna? I, I break realized. Your hand, Joe. I
2: realized that. But did you notice how every time he took a punch during the scene, he was like, "Oh!" He was physically sh- physically shaken. Like this is the only time.
3: It's uh, his attention was split. It's like in a video game. It's like. You got to wait till the bad guy misses a punch before he can actually take damage. I
1: don't right.
2: know. Right? Yeah. No. I, yeah. And this little brings I back to the that. whole
1: thing is we've established by the medical examiner at the prison that he's not supernatural. He was just alive. And yeah. He, so how the fuck did he get shot fifty times earlier and survive that? Right.
2: let's so gloss over
1: that. Murray or Mike, who's
2: gonna who's gonna deliver the final poll? The the final poll. I want.
1: I want our guest to do it. I'm gonna give you. I want owners. him to do it. That's why I'm looking at him.
2: All right.
3: So, uh, Maniac Cap is driving the paddy wagon. He's heading towards the end of the pier. Mm-hmm. Pier number
2: i I'm, I'm doing the car noises, okay, okay, guys. Four, Come on. Okay, this right. is this is legit so, podcasting here.
3: <laughs> so there's a tussle, and then Jack sees <laughs> some.
1: It looked like it was a yeah. mast. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, yeah, it was some, for some well, reason. Was it wasn't one that, of those things, you know how they have those one boats that have the, like, this thing that sticks out the front of like I don't, the fuck know, I don't know. I don't know what it was,
3: but for some reason, it's just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. But he jerks the wheel to line up this wooden pole with Maniac Cop's chest and impales him through the windshield. And then the paddy wagon. Drives off the end of the pier. Jack jumps off before his hits
1: fucking the Fucking amazing stunt, dude. I thought the guy, the stuntman who was Jack was a dummy because his, his body just goes flipping, flying through. And I'm like, holy shit, that's a real guy. It was real. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> I noticed the same
2: thing, and I was just like, I, I did one of those double takes where you literally shake
1: your head like a fucking cartoon. So maybe what happened is Maniac Cop is a Vampire. And that's how he finally dies because he got got a mass right through the chest. Some kind of weird daytime vampire. Either way, crashes into the water. Great fucking stunt. Cut to, they they fish Jack out of the water and they're like, well, I guess it was a maniac cop after all. You're innocent. You can go home. And we're like, oh, I guess that's it. The movie's done. Put a nice little bow on everything. Oh, no. And like every great, no. Movie that's trying to set up a franchise. No, we get a little scene where a, ma- a maniacally cop-like hand, <laughs> without the glove, and I—I I also want to point out, which is mm. shocking, starts like fondling a pier. Like he post lost the glove halfway through, the out movie. of the water, and then cut to credits. Fuck,
2: this is a trilogy. It is. I have them all if you want them.
3: I do want to see two and three after this. I'll send them to you, guys. Whew.
1: Man, Schlocktoberfest no, starts think, out with a bang. Yeah. I think
3: two and three I can actually rent. I just, you couldn't find the first one.
2: Yeah.
1: Fuck! This oh, is okay. what happens when you okay. streaming services, guys. This is how they fuck you. Yeah. So um, you need that hard. Though, copy. I mean, the
3: rights to this can't be expensive. Why doesn't someone have it?
1: You know know. what I mean? I I feel like at some point, like, there will be Guys, I think after people hear this podcast, there will be a super deluxe director's cut. With the dick scene in it. apparently there was a remake that they did. I know nothing about that. Like, just a few years ago. If it doesn't have Robert Zadar, not interested.
2: So she's just trying
1: to really play out her handicap right now. Like, she fell off the couch like... uh." So... She's kinda like Sally. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about Griff's dog, by the way, if you know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> so Griff, great, yeah. amazing start off to Schlachttoberfest from Gulen Globlin. That's even <laughs> tough for me to say. <laughs> Gulen
3: Globlin. Globlin, thank you, go. Mike. See, Good this job, is Mike. why
1: you need to be on off more. Mike, and you're going to be on at least one more episode. We're least, hoping to get you for two more. more. We're really, we're gonna, you're locked in for our, our special Halloween episode. We know we
2: got, I we, am locked in for that. We got your bookend here, but we still would like to see you for one more, but we understand your schedule. And if you don't, you know, we'll, we'll keep trying to work it out, but uh, you're going to be back on. But do you have any last words before we sign us out? Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I,
3: don't know why it took me so long to see Maniac Cop, but if it wasn't for this podcast, this great movie would not have entered my life in any kind of timely see, fashion. See, people,
1: this is what happens when um, you magic listen happens huh? Magic uh, happens with Ghoul
3: and Globlin <laughs> Theater. Ghoul and Globlin?
1: That's a little too save close. Save that soundbite. Um, <laughs> we're not doing the Death, Death Leopard video, but <laughs> save that soundbite because we're going to fuck it up constantly. Ghoulin' Globlin'. Ghoulin' Globlin'. There you go. If you <laughs> want I can be your Rod
3: Roddy, be like, ladies and gentlemen, hailing from
2: Griff's Kitchen, Ghoulin' Globlin' <laughs> Theater. You realize I'm going to cut and paste that into this episode. Sub- do whatever you got to do. So,
1: Griff, we are going to do an amazing movie. So amazing, you and I have never even seen it. But That's it's when got we do our best work. It's, it's got one of our favorite guys, the originator of the Nang Chen tale. Himself. Oh,
2: sweet motherfucking lord, Steven
1: motherfucking Seagal. Oh, I'm so excited. Owner of huge dick, according to the nurse <laughs> from Heart Hill, <laughs> his wife at the time, <laughs> Kelly LeBron. The great one of our best episodes doesn't get enough love as it should. It really does need more love. Where you where if you if you're always like going, what the fuck are they talking about with this Nang Chen? It's all in that episode. All in there. So there's gonna be plenty of Nang Chen <laughs> next week, guys. And not only that, Steven Seagal is going to be fighting vampires in this movie. Of course, I'm talking about the great, what's it called? <laughs> I'm just going to say you don't know what it's called. Against the dark. Against the dark. We have no idea. This is uh, this says this is out of our wheelhouse. It's it's like a 2000s movie. I think yeah. it's straight to DVD.
2: It's of course straight to DVD. But
1: come on, we know Fat Seagal's. We, in it, we sure. know you come here for the action, so we're going to give you the action with the horror. Yep. So Steven Seagal against the dark. Next week, be here, Mm -hmm. love it, and keep it warm.
3: Oh, boy. Keep it mostly condiment-free. Oh, okay. okay,
2: Give us a
1: cement outro.
2: Hey, hey, you seem to be having a concrete of a idea. Nope, didn't work. Bye-bye.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) hailing from Griff's Kitchen, Ghoulin' Globlin' (laughs) Theater.